Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Super Show podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us this week for another round of gaming news, bullshit, and whatever else we do along the way. Although this week, Chris, a little mm, bit different. Yeah. Uh, we're riding as a duo. The Dream Team has been yeah. disp- like broken up, and we've lost... Uh, it- the main man it's called uh it's called cutting the fat jamie so you know wow is that how you see it we've uh we've just we just let him go biggest yeah. bigger cut of the patron for us too i guess yeah the thing is uh you know jonesy wanted too much you know uh give a guy an inch take a mile yeah we gave him enough rope and he hung himself so yeah exactly well, it's what only, can you do it's only half the story as well the other part was that we asked him what he was going to talk about this week if he came on and he said chess we said well look <laughs> We're old enough as it is. We don't want to look any older than we actually are. We got. Hey, to... Hold on, I might, I might talk about chess. Are you later. actually going to talk about chess? You scumbag! Maybe. What is going on? What is going on with the world? Why is chess cool again, dude? Because the world is like it's so upside down, topsy turvy, isn't it? It's so it's such a. I was thinking about it the other day, and I, I, I literally like walking through the streets and like wearing my mask and everything. Yeah. Under my breath, I actually muttered to me, and there's no joke. I muttered to myself. Fuck! I can't believe you've done this. Wow! Just apropos of nothing, to, just because it was in your yeah, head. Yeah, to 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 you know, the, the the universe, as it were. I mean, it's just it's just so mental, dude. That the whole like the the year is fucking gone. I was going to say that is a, a question that the universe has the right to have to answer. That's not an <laughs> an unfair question to ask of the world. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah, I, I I'm just I think <sighs> I've had it up to here. It's enough now. All right, COVID, go suck a fat one. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about games, Jamie. Well, that is technically what we're here to do. I can't guarantee <laughs> how much of it will actually, how much of the time we'll actually spend doing it. But uh, that's what you've come here for, at least in part. Oh. And if you've come here, you've maybe come through uh, our YouTube. In which case, thank you for watching. <laughs> Remember to like, subscribe if you haven't you, already. Um, you're saying come way too much, dude. Come, yeah, like, but, come uh, but Chris, ask me how I'm spelling come. How you spell? Uh, no. See, I was going to do the reverse of it. I was going to see C-O-M-E, because you've come ah. to us for gaming news and hot t- whatever else we advertise ourselves on. But Jesus Christ. if you haven't come to us on YouTube, or maybe you just want the audio version of this uh, podcast because you don't want to look at us anymore, and that's fair enough, uh, please feel free to check us out on a podcasting platform of your choice. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on a load of other ones uh, that I can never remember the names of, and we don't put it in our yeah. little document anymore, so I'm not <laughs> going to even bother trying to remember. Hit the big three. Give us a like, rate five stars, whatever that platform lets you do. And of course, Chris, as we have now mentioned in the last recent couple of weeks, you may, of course, be listening to us over on Paisley Radio. That's at paisleyradio.com, Thursdays, 10 p.m. A great way to listen to the Super Show podcast. And hey, why not combine it with another way of listening to it? Why not do what we're now calling the Holy Trinity Watch it on YouTube, listen to it on Spotify, then listen to it again on paisleyradio.com. There's no and better hit, way to hit that like, hit that subscribe, oh. subscribe, hit that follow, hit that like, like it's fucking all those things. It's it is kind of mental that we are spreading ourselves out so thin. But uh, well, like, hey, you know, we are, but we aren't. It's this weird thing where we still just hit record once a week, <laughs> but we just put it everywhere. <laughs> well, like it doesn't matter where you go or what you're doing, you can listen to this. Yeah. In theory. I don't know. There are probably still some places and some corners of the yeah. world where they have no idea uh, that this podcast exists, and that's that sucks for them. I, I do want to say because our our Paisley Radio show, it's uh, 
it's got decent numbers, dude. Like way, way more decent than our podcast or our YouTube. So I will say this: Hey, Paisley Radio listeners, you know, maybe check out some of our other stuff. Okay, Just wow. Check it out because not not to take anything away from Paisley Radio, we, you know, we love those dudes, uh, big fans. Uh, but you know, there are, there is some content that we have on the YouTube channel that is not on the Paisley Radio channel, such as my Star Wars video, such as Jonesy's horror video, and hopefully. Hopefully before the year is it out, Jamie. Something from you, dude. I no guarantees. I uh, ask me no questions. I'll tell you no lies. Fair. I've been, obviously, Chris. I've been uh, dealing with something lately. Um, mm. I, I know this might sound like a strange concept to you, but uh, there's this thing that some people have is called a job. And so uh, recently, I've been kind of in the throes of dealing with like, all right, got a job, but you know, how do I make other content around it? Um. We'll get there eventually. Okay, so I, I will say thank you for rubbing that in because that makes me feel super good about my situation. <laughs> top, top class. Top the, 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 well, I, I see. Mean, I, fuck, I've, I been, I've been reading I, the I've, podcasting for dummies handbook, and it says make your co-hosts feel smaller and insignificant as soon as possible, and you get a good result out of it. I didn't didn't realize that that was the uh, you know front of the book. Damn it! <laughs> Fair fucking page one. It, it, it is mad. I don't think I've had like. I haven't had a job in like oh, getting on ten months now. So, I mean, you know, it's a cheers, it's, cheers it's, it's a brave it's a brave new world. Like we're 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 doing other things. We're exploring other avenues. We're podcasting. We're making content. We're doing our own moving, thing. Moving, shaking. Yeah, and uh, do you know who else is moving and shaking, Chris? In the spirit of keeping news oh. fresh and ready at the top of the podcast. Tell me, Fortnite. I, I I can't wait. Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. That's right. Uh, the world's most popular game, <laughs> probably, probably not actually. What was once uh, amongst the most most popular games? I don't know. I think you'd be surprised, right? I think it is still fucking up there. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do quickly. All right, I'm gonna go to Twitch, and I am going to see. Jeez, it's like when Joe Rogan has Alex Jones on, and they need, need live fact checking. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pull that up for me, Jamie. All right, Chris is gonna check how uh, Fortnite's actually doing on Twitch. Before we get into, dude, I mean, Uh-oh. Fortnite is Fortnite is the second highest behind League of Legends on Twitch. So you know, so you know, that's still think, pretty good it, going. I think, I think it's still up there, dude. You know, you know what Fortnite has going for it? What's there happening? will always be twelve-year-olds. This is true. It's kind of like that weird generational. No matter how old one twelve-year-old gets, there'll always be another twelve-year-old behind them. That How mental weird. would it be if, like, there, if like coronavirus just made just made everyone sterile for a year, and yeah. then you you'd well, just be one age gap that would just the missing year. Have, you, have you been following your sort of your movie news and your movie industry news lately? Kind of. So that's what the uh, the spec script for Children of Men Two is actually about. <laughs> it's about Fortnite <laughs> becoming the least popular game on planet Earth because. Uh, the, you know, the infertility problem means that there's no children being born. And all of a sudden, yeah. you know, 13 years later, there's no 12-year-olds anymore. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let's flip it in reverse it, Jamie. What if there was a virus? Okay, now this is going to sound really bad, so I'm going to knock on the wood there. But Bracing myself. What if, there was a, what if there was a virus that got rid of all mothers? Would that then mean that playing games online will be the least toxic thing in the world? Because if there are no mothers, then 14-year-olds can't have anything to fuck shit yeah because 14 year olds aren't gonna fuck your dad because they don't want to be gay 
Yeah. This is a fantastic question. The I think that's probably leave that for Children of Men three, right? Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a hold on. sounds like a problem for Clive Owen. Hold on, Jamie. Uh, right. Yes. Uh-oh. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm all over it. They they're fucking. They're going to be banging on my door. It's just <laughs> that simple. And there we go. We solved it. We cracked the case. Um, do you know who's still trying to crack their case, Chris? Though. <laughs> is Epic Games because although as we've discussed they are the the fathers of what is clearly still one of the more popular games on planet Earth and although they've probably made a shitload of money in the process they're still looking for ways to squeeze more dollars out of people well maybe squeeze is the wrong word we'll get into exactly mm. um, what we think yeah. they're doing and whether or not it's perhaps justified but I'm talking about the recently announced Fortnite crew Christoph, which for anyone that hasn't seen the news is a new monthly subscription that costs either $12 a month if you're in the US or it's uh, for reference £10 a month over here in the UK. And that subscription gets you access to the Battle Pass relative to, okay. I believe, uh, you know, whatever's new at the time. So at the moment, that's going to be chapter two, season five. It gets you 1,000 V-Bucks, Chris, which I believe you were telling me before we started recording, have a value of <clears throat> £6.50, you said? six. Yeah, I think it's £6.50 or $8, somewhere around there. Yes, there and, you and go. I think the Battle Pass itself is uh, about 6 or £8 uh, pounds or dollars. But, that's, but the Season Pass only comes out like every three months or so, I believe. Yeah. And so... When you look at those two components on their own, it's kind of like this thing where it just about is a value match, I think, for buying them independently. Of course, the thing, the thing that they're throwing in to sweeten the deal and perhaps add an element of yeah. exclusivity into the whole Fortnite crew scene are going to be skins, which, as I just hinted at, would be exclusive to Fortnite crew members. And Four of them, yeah? Say again? Four of them. I But that sounds right. You, This might be something you know more about than me, but... Um, just making yeah. a foreskin joke, but never mind. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, I don't know the, how the best thing. The best thing is when you make like some kind of a foreskin joke, and then people just don't get it. No, it's because it, because I because then you look like the weirdo, right? Like me, as in me making. No, a joke. this I is the, like this the thing. Weirdo. I'm trying to allow, pick up the slack and make it seem like I was the slow one, so you feel less weird for making a foreskin joke. Oh, right. I just kind of wish think, that I'd gone with just... it and gone like, yeah, foreskins, foreskins. <laughs> Um, that, that would be the dream. That's why, you know, you, you always try. It's like the D's nuts kind of thing. Like, yeah. Or, or the uh, Joe Mama, you know? Exactly. Well, it, it, it almost worked. Put it this way. I think if Jonesy was here, you might have got him. You might have got oh, him. Fucking hook, hook, line, and sinker. Exactly. In fact, that's why he's not here today, because he knew that I was going to, you know, whip out the foreskin, and he just didn't want anything to do with it. That, and also he's uh, being circumcised. We wish him the best of luck with the procedure, and we hope he comes At back. At this moment. Fit and healthy. Yeah, could we just have a, a moment of silence for Jonesy's foreskin? Well, it's it's not going anywhere. He says he's going to keep it. He's going to keep it. He's got a little Ziploc bag. He's going to take it home with him. And... He's going he's gonna to turn it into a hat. <laughs> How stretchy do you think they are? He's just going to... like Oh, you know, like those those like all-in-one kind of scarves that are just like a oh, tube no. of... Oh, no. Can you imagine a, a scarf made of foreskin? Do you know what? I can't, and that's not because I, I'm not capable of it, but it's because I don't want to. Mm. Also, because no, what? No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're going back to Fortnite crew. Right, where I don't on. know how many skins there are going to be, Chris. But one thing we do know that's coming in this first iteration of Fortnite crew, and one of the ways they've kind of revealed the whole thing is a uh, is virus Star Star Wars crossover with yeah. the Mandalorian, which is a very popular popular show at the moment that you've watched 
and you're probably up to date with. I fucking love it, dude. I, I actually can't believe how good it is this season. The the budget that they've got on that show must be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm I'm still impressed with all the, uh, the every time I'm reminded that uh, that they're still not using green or blue screen technology. They're still using those uh, those sort of. Uh, how would you describe what they are using? I always forget the word for it. They're like, it's a. Uh, it's like virtual sets, right? So it's yeah. uh, just massive, massive panels with. Uh, I don't think they're projection. I think they're just like massive LED arrays, and then it's basically like having giant screens or monitors around you. So cool. And then you you project the background onto there, so it's actually in the camera. You don't need to do any compositing or anything. There's no green screen or blue screen or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. And I've got to be honest, as someone who doesn't pay too much attention to Star Wars, I've allowed myself to be spoiled here and there. So I've mm. seen some of the uh, the things that might have happened the early stages of season two. Got to say, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, it's 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 good. Uh, I think I think you know, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, I think what's good about the Mandalorian is it kind of gets away. Although it's kind of bringing it a little bit more back in season two, but it kind of, especially in season one, kind of gets away from the kind of cringy aspects of Star Wars, if that makes any sense. Like, okay, like I, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I can say like, yeah, it's cheesy, yeah, it's cringy, but this is more like a much more stripped back, refined Star Wars experience. You know, and it, it doesn't have fucking Jedi's and lightsabers, which is, to be fair, is a really cool aspect of it. Yeah. But it's the distillation of like what what people actually enjoy about like the quirky characters and just, just like fucking cool shit happening and crazy creatures and yeah, I I, I would recommend that you watch it, Jamie. Actually, you know, I, I think there's some there's, it's very entertaining and you don't need to be a Star Wars fan to to watch it. When you talk about it in terms of that, it sounds more interesting to me than most other Star Wars related sort of properties that have been yeah. recently. It's also yeah. interesting how many not 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 across the board, but there are some parallels between how you were describing Mandalorian and some of the things I heard you saying, Chris, in your recent Star Wars video that as you mentioned earlier is up now on yeah. the Super Show uh YouTube channel. So go and check that out if you haven't already. <laughs> and especially nice, if you're nice a Star plug. Wars fan. Well you know what you've nice got plug. we've got to remind people that this thing is there. I think they're used to coming back every week for the podcast, whether it's on YouTube or a podcast platform or Pacey Radio now, you gotta sometimes give them a little nudge to say, hey, there is some oh, yeah. other content on the on the YouTube channel. It is worth sweeten, checking out. Sweeten the deal. Um okay, but b- back to this Fortnite crew yeah. subscription thing, right? So I think it's worth mentioning that uh Fortnite is still free. Okay? Mm. It's still a free-to-play game. No one's forcing you to buy this Fortnite crew. Uh, I believe you can still buy the battle pass as its own separate element. You don't have to get it through the Fortnite crew right um so really it's just it's just another monetization option yes i'll be honest when i first read this i was like oh this is this doesn't sit well with me but then actually thinking about it and and funnily enough having a chat with you before we hit record on this and kind of relating it to online games like games as a service games that we play uh-huh it, it it's it's actually you know it's just another way for you to enjoy the game, I guess. So, in a roundabout yeah, I've, I've way, come, yeah. And I've, like, I've, I've come, I've come around. And you've got to imagine, you've way. got to imagine that again between how much the battle pass costs on its own, how much those V bucks cost on their own, and the inherent value of these quote unquote exclusive skins, that they wouldn't put something like this together unless there was some inherent value, unless you were saving some amount of money. And there probably are people who 
maybe buy V Bucks semi regularly, or maybe even on the regular, yeah. who look at this and say, actually, this is a way for me to consolidate all the microtransactions I usually purchase into yeah. <clears throat> one monthly fee that I'll forget to cancel, and then Fortnite becomes <laughs> a service, and uh, everyone's a billionaire again. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the main draw for this is not necessarily the Battle Pass or the V-Bucks, because as we said, you can get those on your own. It's more the exclusive skins that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. I don't think they're going to be marketable or tradable, blah, 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 blah. I don't think a lot of people that watch out show care about Fortnite that much. No. But it, it, it's interesting to kind of like look at this as a, as a monetization kind of model. So Because right? what I said to you is, how would you feel about Warzone having something yeah. like this? And 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 I guess my feeling on it would be, first of all, that it's a pretty inoffensive offering, and that you know there's no harm in not taking it. But that also, I am someone who has been sucked down that monetization hole a couple of times with Warzone. Obviously, I, I yeah. buy the battle pass, and I'm that idiot who they give you currency during the battle pass that's usually enough to buy <laughs> the next one. But I'll spend that currency on something else because they're usually pretty good <laughs> at keeping the store up to date with stuff that looks cool. <laughs> but also like I, I so I could, I could see myself doing something like this like exclusive yeah. skins and a little bit of extra currency and also like 10 pounds a month sounds like a kind of an okay amount to for how much I play that game the only thing sometimes with Warzone and I bet you don't yeah. have this with Dota which is why I want to throw the question back your way in a second is that Warzone has yet to prove I mean it's going to go it's going through its biggest challenge in fact as we speak but it's yet to prove what it's going to look like in the long run and will the day come where i lose right, yeah. all those skins where those blueprints are no longer relevant to me and so on and so forth and like at least with dota you've had so long now putting time and money and and effort and blood and sweat and tears yeah into I'm, the I'm same game mean, yeah. so exclusive skins you're like i'm adding to my inventory of shit that i'm going to continue to have for god knows how long right well yeah so here's the here's the issue that i've run into and and funnily enough i was playing dota Last night, actually, with my friend Paul. So shout out, Paul. Mm. Um, and I was going through the the skins that I'd accumulated over the years. I mean, I've been playing Dota for eight years now. I think the game has been out for 10 in total. Um, so I've been playing for eight years. And, you know, you can imagine how many skins I've accumulated, not just from buying them through the compendium or the, or the battle pass. Would you say it's more uh, than four? It's... it's uh, 44 actually 40 44 foreskins 44 skins 44 44 skins 44 foreskins 44 skins 22 cans remember that anyway uh <laughs> was that peter and, and I was going, <laughs> yeah peter <Molyneux, laughs> 22 cans um you know shout, shout out the the molyneux um big bald pete and i was going through all these skins because i wanted to gift some skins to paul right and i was just like i've got so much stuff here it's like ridiculous because here, here's the thing so in Dota, you've got, I think they've got like 118 characters or something. Mm -hmm. And I must have multiple sets of skins for every single character in the game, right? And obviously you'll, it's not like I'm going to go around and rotate those skins every now and then. It's like, no, just whatever looks the coolest, I'm just going to fucking go until there's a new one and then I'll get that one. And and it's almost like, it's like having a bookshelf, right? And you you read a book. And you are never going to read that book ever again. So you, and you just put it on the shelf. But eventually, yeah. that shelf fucking takes up the whole wall. And it's like, what's the point of this? And I said to Paul yesterday, it's like, I wonder if I had to sell all of my Dota skins, how much I get for them. Probably not a lot, but, you know, could be could be something. 
But the one thing that sits with me the wrong way about the Fortnite crew, even though I said it doesn't bother me that much, it's just the pricing of it. That price point, it's it, it's a lot, dude. Like, I don't know. It, it's you, almost like, this, let's say, okay. if you're interested in Season Pass and you're interested in exclusive skins, but you're not interested in the V-Bucks, then it's almost like the V-Bucks yeah. is a big chunk of what that cost is, at least like 50%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, the other thing is, I'll throw this out as a caveat, I don't actually know what a thousand V-Bucks gets you in terms of Fortnite's oh, marketplace. I, I have no fucking clue, dude. But let's put it this way, right? Uh, Apple Arcade on your phone. Yes. Cheaper than this, okay? It is. X, think uh, fucking Xbox Games Pass for mm. PC, uh, for Xbox, it's cheaper than this, unless you get, like, Ultimate. But even Ultimate's, like... Yeah this ballpark like i i don't really i think they've priced it too high like don't get me wrong like you you, it's a bit wrong to say like xbox has got all of these games where this is a games as a service with you know a a living breathing forever franchises they like to call these fucking things but and 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 if it's your favorite game you want to sink money into it that's that's fair like i like to sink money into dota even though it's a free-to-play game but i think the price point here is just it's it's just a bit too high. Like Dota's got a, a a monthly subscription called Dota Plus, and it's it's like I don't know a third of this price. But the issue that they have there is that Valve, and I mean Valve is Valve, but they they released Dota Plus, and then they didn't update it for <coughs> a year. Also had exclusive skits, but they didn't <coughs> update it for an entire fucking year. And I had bought a, an annual pass just as like I just, I just bought it because I was like this is this is going to be great, and mm. the promise was never fulfilled. And the question is like, how, how, I mean, okay, Epic have been pretty good at kind of understanding the monetization of Fortnite. But yeah. it just kind of, I don't know. The, the pricing just seems wrong. Maybe like half that price and it would be okay, but maybe it seems high to me. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong, especially when you start to compare it to, as you said, other services, whether their service is offering something similar or in some cases a lot more, technically speaking. Uh, it does yeah. seem a little bit steep. I guess it's just one of those weird things where, like you said, when something is so optional and is so designed to target, you know, the people who probably play more Fortnite than anything else, maybe only Fortnite, and have yeah. what they see as more money to spend on it, then those people are going to get lured in. Like, they're, they're probably people who you say to them, hey, you could spend less on Xbox Game Pass. And they say, yeah, but that's me spending less on hundreds of games I don't want to play instead of more <laughs> on the one game I do play. And yeah. then there yeah. probably are still people... In the millions out there who are exactly like that, as much yeah. as we don't see them or Plus, interface with them. Don't forget, Jamie, uh, you know, Epic have to pay their legal bills somehow against fucking Apple. <laughs> Very so. true. Someone sh- shared <laughs> another uh, Tim Sweeney-related uh, news story in our Discord this week, and that guy continues to say very strange and out-of-place things about Epic's crusade against Apple and yeah. and so on. Yeah, like they're, they're such a small fucking David to Apple's Goliath. It's like, no, dude, you, you're this massive fucking gaming company. Come right, on. like for, <laughs> for, for anyone to try and convince you this is anything else other than billionaires fighting billionaires over billions of dollars. <laughs> like, it's so far away from us that we shouldn't even be giving it any daylight. But it is actually, it is kind of a little bit embarrassing, yeah. I guess, um, yeah. on Tim Sweeney's part. Well, although, Chris... We sympathize a little bit because do you know who else has to pay bills around here? Tell me. Us. 
<laughs> oh shit! You pay your bills? Come on, dude. Just, do you know I, I haven't been—I haven't been able to pay my bills in in months. Come technically, on. technically, I don't pay my bills. Technically, someone pays my bills and I pay them because they pay my. I don't. I, if that makes sense. <laughs> Like there's yes, no bill out there. The... There's no bill out there with my name on it. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I, life, I get that. I get life that. is complicated. I'm living, living, doing shit Nico Bellic style. Yeah, living la vida loca. I get exactly. You. Yeah. So, How do we pay the bills, James? Well, Chris, one thing that helps when we do get a bill through the door is the ever loving support of <laughs> our wonderful patron over at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash super show. Um, we want to give a shout out to it. absolutely everyone over there who's helping us in any way, shape, or form, no matter what the size of the donation. Thank you all for yeah. easing the pain of COVID, <laughs> of life, of uh, unemployment, of uh, of spotty yeah. employment, of everything. Of everything. Yeah, can I just say, um, past, present, and future patrons? Because absolutely. even if you've supported us in the past and you've stopped, you still hold a special place in our hearts. So thank you. There's a reason we have what is it an OG section in our Discord? Yeah. It's because yeah. once you're a part of the Super Show family, you're in the family for good, okay? Um, uh, but still, family. having said that, there are some members of the family we should give some shout-outs to this week, Chris. How's that sound? Um, I think that is a good idea. All right, let's hit it. we got AIM, Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Brett Z, Freddie K. Official, Hacksaw Bookread, Jesper Cam, Dahl Nielsen, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Manuel Guerrero, Martin Skihan, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and the two head honchos pulling all the strings, Peaswad and the Dude Abides. Thank you so all so much. Peaswad. Dude abides. You Hell both, yeah. uh, Chris has nicknamed each either one of his biceps after you, gents. I don't know how you <laughs> feel about that. You're going to have to let us know in the Discord. Which, well, by the, the way, the... anyone else is open to join from as little as $2 a month if you head to patreon.com forward slash super show. Hell yeah. What were you going to say, Chris? Uh, I was going to say, if, you know, I've only got two biceps and there's two names up there, what, what happens if we get a third name? I think you start naming your testicles, right? Maybe. That's what I mean. Are but they've got names already, Jamie. Now, how would you like? To, how would you like it if someone said, "No, you can't be Jamie anymore"? It's a hyphen. It's a hyphen job. Like right, I, I'd okay. be. I'd, I'd, or like a like a double barrel surname. Like a double barrel surname. So I guess that, that that's what's up for grabs. I guess I'm not gonna. I would no, never. No, don't uh, no, don't, look, don't say would, my no, testicles I'm, are up look, for grabs. I am. I would. Ne- I would never be so. <laughs> Cheeky as to A, ask anyone to sign up to the $50 tier on the Patreon, or B, presume I had the right to name Chris's testicles. All I'm going to say is that if you do, out of your own free will, in my (laughs) mind, I will name Chris's, one of Chris's testicles after you. Okay, interesting. In my mind. So it's not real. You don't have to tell your wife. She doesn't have to start changing from whatever she calls them now to whatever they're going to be called afterwards. Just for me. I'm gonna double barrel that shit. It's just it's just Mr. PP and the boys. Oh, they're the boys. Yes, yeah, Mr. PP and the boys. Oh, I yeah. see. Hell yeah. So Mr. PP kind of runs the show. He tells them what to do. He bosses them around. Yeah, but it's like but it's like P full stop P full stop. It's not like P E E P E E because that's childish, Jamie. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. That's kind of like this, this podcast. This... You're 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 Mr. PP and Josie and I are the boys. <laughs> so you're my testicles. We're just the two. We're just bouncing around beneath you. Just uh, being <laughs> called call into action whenever you need us. Uh, I think you made me blush there. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. And you know what? I shouldn't have ever brought up your... I, I won't bring up your testicles again, although they're, they, they're nothing to be ashamed of. If anything, you should be proud of them. Not that I've seen them. I am them. proud of them. There you go. Oh, they are gorgeous, Jamie. You know, it's like um, 
It's like that scene in Pulp Fiction where they open up the briefcase. Oh, and they just glow. Yeah. So you know, like at if you if you stumbling into bed at night and you use your cell phone to to like illuminate your path. I don't do that. I yeah. just Drop my trousers and you know. There we go. Kind of spotlights. Gold like, member uh, vibes. <laughs> no, like in um, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, where, <laughs> where, where, where hallucination? Where yeah, <laughs> and her tits are like the headlights because there's a truck coming towards. <laughs> a them. truck coming along. Them. That's quality. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, why don't we uh, do a little comment of the week to break this thing up, shall well, we? Well, hold on, hold on. Before you get there, Jamie, I think you're, oh. you're forgetting something because not only can people get access to our Discord server, but they can get access to our Minecraft server, access to our Spotify playlist. And uh, if they pledge just a little bit more, okay, then they get access to our behind the scenes videos, early access to some of our shorter form content whenever they may come out, um, and uh, some uh, Patreon exclusive podcasts. The next of which, hopefully, we'll be recording next week where we will be doing a Q&A session. Yeah. So we had a I'm good amount of questions that. come through. Oh, I, I can't wait to get like jump into those questions they sound really fucking cool yeah you know a good mix of serious and and stupid it's what you want really well that's me in a nutshell serious and stupid there you go again just like your testicles one serious one stupid (laughs) i don't know that's the last i'm gonna bring it back around to them i apologize yeah it's very private it's very personal anyway are we ready for a comment of the week now fucking hit me over the head with it okay good because this one comes in from our old friend ryan pesh Hell yeah, Ryan Pesh. He says, I hope this will be the comment of the week. Congratulations, Ryan. You've already made it. I mean, that's how, that's really how easy it is at this stage, isn't it, Chris? He's, he's cracked the fucking code. But you know what else? <laughs> that's all you have to do. <laughs> you know what else Ryan did? What did he is do? He commented on YouTube and sent us a Patreon message. Wow. The <laughs> but double the same whammy. thing. And I was like, hey, he's fucking double whammyed it. And he cracked the code of like how to get it featured onto the comment of the week. So yeah, go ahead. Exactly. The rest of his messages, I became a patron once again. I was off for quite a while because I couldn't afford it, but I'm back. So glad to be part of the ship. Once again, you deserve my money with an exclamation mark. Wow. Ryan. Wow. Yeah. We salute you, Ryan. We really love you, but I, you know what? Other than having this comment as the comment of the week, because he said, I hope this will be comments of the week <laughs> and yeah. sending us, sending it to us on two different platforms. Um, I think it's worth saying that like, you know what, your, your support, uh, monetary support on, on Patreon is very much appreciated, but it's not essential. And I think, I think it's important to know this. Like we have to kind of push to our podcast, our, our Patreon because the money does help us. I'm not going to lie. It's that's just the fact of the fact of the matter. But you know, if you cannot afford it, that's fine. You know, it's it's tough times. It's fucking COVID times. It's 2020. A, a watch, a, a listen, a like, a subscribe, a comment. Any of these things go hand in hand with the Patreon. So you yeah. know, I, no one should feel pressured to join the Patreon. Join it if you want, and join it if you want to help us but it's not an essential and we will still be doing this patreon that no, patreon this uh, podcast come what may you know like may not be as uh, glamorous as it is now because it's fucking star-studded jamie i don't know if you've noticed but uh, you know the 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 guests that we've had on the access <laughs> that we've had to the industry has been unprecedented yeah uh, and I, ju- I just can't say that that kind of level of quality will continue but you know you get what i'm trying to say <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. And it's like we were saying earlier when we were going through um, 
the you know our shout outs for the patron like people that this shit happens you change tiers you come and go you might even forget about the podcast in it like on the whole at some point so yeah. then come back to it at a later date like we watch youtube shit as well we follow creators as well and i think we all know by now what that kind of relationship for want of a better way of putting it is like but uh that's yeah. why it means so much that uh so many people have seen fit to uh, to help us keep uh, doing what we're doing and i can say for yeah. one chris i literally paid rent with patron money this month that's nice that's so, very nice i i will be i will be paying bills with my patreon money which is fucking sad though isn't it because i mean <laughs> sorry maybe re- re- yeah, really maybe what i really what i wanted to do with that patreon money is buy myself a ps5 but a i, know. I couldn't get my hands on it and b i just need the money to live but there you go <laughs> that's the yeah, that's the other thing that's life at the moment is that um <laughs> we'd, i think we had we'd, we'd really bright ideas for everything that patron money could uh could be kicked in for uh when we started yeah. at the top of the year and the reality is different but then again when we were recording these back in january who who knew what 2020 would have in store for us right like dude if i could tell you right like in my head the trajectory for this channel from from when we started it and if we just had a normal year right and yeah. even if we all found jobs and blah 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 this that the other fucking i could tell you that i had so i had i had grand plans okay and it, it's funny because at the time if you had told me hey you've got these grand plans well guess what you're going to be stuck at home for eight months i would yeah. I, i'd probably then and there say well that sounds fantastic because i can then achieve so much and i have achieved so little in these oh, eight months dude, yeah and not for lack of trying either it's absolutely fucking ridiculous i don't understand how like this is why i'm convinced we're living in a simulation jane <laughs> you know just shout, shout out to the just interesting boys if you if you want to get into that kind of stuff then go check them out um but yeah it's just i i just can't believe that this is real life at the moment and it, and not just covid just like fucking everything everything that is going on the fucking news reports coming up i just i yeah. i feel like i am the target of a, of a troll and that troll is running a simulation and i'm a fucking sim and he's just yeah. fucking smacking me around you feel like your front door's going to get kicked down any second now and ashton kutch is going to come in and tell you that you've been punked for the entire calendar year I, I, and you know what the thing is this year's got been going been going in such a way that i'd be like yeah that that makes sense yeah cool. yeah and then you punch him and uh maybe go yeah. to jail for assault, assault and battery, grievous yeah, but body then, harm. But then work my way up the ranks in the jail hierarchy and then start yeah. a jail podcast. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm tempting fate, but if nothing else, I'm. Uh, it seems like 2021 has a few more things going for it, perhaps. It's like one of those, it can't get worse <laughs> years, right? And at least, uh, I, yeah. specifically talking about the last month, that I can think of two sort of news revelations, if you will, that have better implications for the future than 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 we've had to deal with this year if that makes sense two i can think of two i, I can think of i can think of one 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 politics related one health related that's all i'll say oh right okay yeah, yeah, yeah. if that well, i yeah, mean for, but the, but then they're both up in the air as to how much we'll actually notice them and what impact they'll actually have i don't know dude i, I was thinking about it and you know like shower thoughts right yeah and i was thinking if anyone thinks like 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 I can imagine people thinking that 2021 is going to be like the end of Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, right? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to hear the rest of this analogy. No, you know, you know when they when they're like fucking Frodo 
just chuck the the fucking coin into Mount Doom, the, the coin, the the ring into Mount Doom, right? Lost his finger. And then lost his whatever. Yeah, Gollum fucking bit it off. Whatever. Gollum's dead. Spoilers. Sorry. Just fucking get over it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he's recovering in the the fucking elf palace, and he's it, it's all fucking slow mo and so, slow motion and soft focus, and everyone just gets a little bit gay with each other. Like yeah. that. That's not gonna happen. That's not going to happen. If no. anyone thinks that 2021 is going to be like a fucking reversal of fortunes, fucking get over it. Even if they come up with a COVID vaccine, you're going to take that COVID vaccine and your testicles are going to shrink into your body and pop out your ears. Uh, like some shit's going to happen. Just get, just We need, we need optimism, Chris. We need optimism. That is optimism. <laughs> the, the, the boys are going <laughs> to shrivel up and go back inside. Mr. PP is going to be on his own. No, Mr. PP. That's what I mean. Mr. Sorry, I'm saying it too quickly. Mr. PP. Well, now, you, now you're just sounding like a bit of a pedo, dude. Um, no, but but you, okay. All jokes aside, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's. I'm sure everyone wishes that it would be like that. Yeah. But actually, what it's going to be is going to be towards more of the end of Return of the King, when Frodo and the other hobbits that went on the journey. Mm. Are just fucking sat at that pub, and everyone's like fucking cheering because hey, guess what? The the fucking evil's been vanquished, but but Frodo's just fucking staring into his his fucking oh dude flagon of ale, just fucking broken. Or like the end of is it the is it the Hurt Locker where like the dude goes to oh, like right, the most yeah. traumatic like war shit ever, then comes home and there's that scene where he's at the supermarket and there's like fifty different types of cereal, and he's like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with the world? And so he just goes back. He just goes back and does another. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going back to the desert. I'm doing it all again. Can you like, imagine the everyone, the, everyone's the more, fucking cured of COVID and the guy's like, I can't, yeah. I can't handle it, so I've got to get COVID again. The moral of the story is that war is good and Cocoa Pops <laughs> are the problem. If the, Catherine Bigelow taught me anything, she taught me that. Well, I, mean, you know I know what? we're a gaming podcast, Jamie, and we're, we're digressing a lot here, but you know what? I've run out of cereal today and I didn't know what to do with myself. Wow. You, so is that, like, is that your I, breakfast routine, a big bowl of cereal? Yeah, it's kind of it's what's been happening this year. I've never right. been a big breakfast kind of guy. I've actually used to skip it a lot of time. Never used to have breakfast when I was at ATG, yeah. for example. Um, but now that I'm like it's home. It's because like, we're always two hours late for work when we're at <laughs> ATG. That's why. Yeah, fucking running. Yeah, we're, um, we're always sprinting in. But yeah, you know, and, and I ran out of cereal today and it, it just kind of like threw me. It's just almost like, like the small trivial things just kind of get you. Anyway, enough, yeah. enough about the fucking... The, the COVID well, disaster. Chris, one thing being at home has let us do more of, maybe not as much as we'd have liked, but more than we'd ever done before, is streaming. And I know that you've been streaming oh, yeah. a little bit more in the last couple of weeks over at twitch.tv forward slash hot panic. Be sure hey. to go and follow if you haven't already. And I know, Chris, that what you've been hitting in the last two or three weeks at least has been a little bit of your old, your nemesis, your <sighs> rival. Do you want to tell me what the latest is? From the oh, world of uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, Sekiro, however you want to fucking say it. Sekiro, Dude, so yeah, Sekiro. So the, oh, so this is the yeah. third week that I, uh, I've i been streaming it, okay? Because it was kind of like I put it down for such a long time and then I just kind of got the, the, the bug for it again, you know, the itch, mm. scratch that testicle itch. And they keep coming I, up. I don't, I don't know why I did this because it's the worst fucking thing in the world ever. What are you talking in about? In a good way. But terrible. Okay, so you you didn't pop in to say to check out the last stream, did you? I've w- I've watched the vod of of, of this of the, week's one, the most recent stream. It's like the big uh, fire guy who. Well, oh, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but 
Well, no, the, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk the, about the it. ending is somewhat different to you didn't. Yeah, you're, you're going to tell people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the demon of hatred. Okay, so the the first week of streaming Sekiro that I did, we're going up against the true corrupted monk, and I hadn't played in a very long time. I was very rusty, and I beat him after an hour and fifty minutes. Okay, boom, yes. done. Then it was like, cool, let's go defeat the divine dragon. Now this is like end game stuff, right? Like getting towards the end of the story. Did that. It was not a very hard boss. I think it was a bit of a palate cleanser for the final confrontation, which is going to be the final boss. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, there's also an optional boss to take on, which is the Demon of Hatred, which, if you think about it, is the true kind of end game before you go into new game plus. Um, I see. So I, I, I thought I'd try my hand at it, right? And this guy has three little fucking health bars that you've got to get rid of. And I only managed to get, I think, three times throughout the whole two and a half hour stream i managed to get him down by one fucking health bars he's led two health bars yeah. each time you get a health bar out he pulls up more fucking crazy moves and it gets harder and harder i just couldn't fucking do it dude i couldn't yeah. do it in two and a half hours the, the thing is like sorry i know i'm rambling okay but like with the true corrupted monk he also had three health bars but after an hour and 50 minutes i fucking killed him Demon of hatred. I'm no closer to, to yeah. kind of de- destroying this dude. Like, so, so the next week's next week stream, I'm just gonna have to say, well, fuck the demon of hatred and go to the end game boss, which is the second hardest boss in the game. And actually, he's got four health bars because you have to defeat someone with one health bar, and then he transforms into someone with three fucking health bars. When you say end game boss, do you mean like final boss, like the last thing? The you'll final do? boss, and then you finish right. the story. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I didn't watch it live, so I couldn't chat to you. But I, I did watch the vod, and there's no you, easy way to see my. Yeah, did you see my slow descent into madness and hatred? I, I kind of did, and this what I was gonna say. there's no easy way to say this. Like this is <laughs> this might rub you up the wrong way, and I apologize in advance. But this honestly seemed like like the the the, the, the draw of playing watching you play Sekiro over the months has been that you might bang your head against something. But so many times you've ended the stream with a victory, right? Yeah. You've ended yeah. the stream by saying, yes, we beat this boss. We've, you know, so yeah. this seemed like the furthest away you've ever been from beating a boss. And you spent a full, well, I know you diverted a little bit at the end to do a few other bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. try and lure people off cliffs. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, in terms of just pure boss on boss action. This seemed like the furthest you've maybe ever been from man. Yeah, and, killing and the thing is, like, like I was, I, said, like, I, I, I was, I was watching and waiting for some twist where actually, like, you get rid of that first pip and the next two are just way easier because it didn't seem right. But no, yeah, well, you know what it was. I think I was, I was going into that stream quite tired already, mm. and dude, you know, you're, you're going up against the boss and it's just kind of like beating you down so often, and it just kind of like. Destroys your morale, and you're just getting more and more tired. And eventually, I've got to like fucking midnight, and I was like, "Dude, I'm st- I'm getting no closer to fucking k- killing this dude." Um, yeah, you know. But hey, I I don't know if I'm gonna go back to Demon of Hatred. Well, heaven help heaven I, help me. Who knows? I think I speak for everyone when when I say that no matter what you choose, if you do decide to either fight him again in which case fair play to you or to move on to the actual final boss you've got to let everyone know because i think your journey with Sekiro now dating all the way back to atg streams <laughs> as crazy as that sounds is so long and storied that i'm sure everyone who listens or watches or has ever been a part of either community will want to be a part of that uh 
that final boss stream. So yeah. I know you, it's usually Monday evenings, right? UK time. Yeah, Monday evenings. Yeah. So um, everyone yeah. stay tuned to socials, to Discord, to whatever, to make sure you know that uh, if Chris's final Sekiro <laughs> challenge is coming up, buy some popcorn, get the family sat around the TV, light a fire. It's going to be a long one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I just need people. I need cheerleaders, basically. So you know, come yeah. and cheer me on. You need to get um, motivated. You need. You know, I've got, I've got a bone to pick with you though, Jamie. Uh oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You. You know what? You're in the dog box, my friend. Because when was the last time that you streamed? A long, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Shall I find out an actual date for you? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I, I probably could if I. It's find a way pro- to look probably at my about own like thoughts. two months ago. It's probably in that ballpark. Um. That's not that's not a good sign. When I first go to Twitch and go to uh, video producer, it's like you've got no videos, dude. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you're an affiliate, you I think they only stick around for two or three weeks. Your voice. Yeah, I, I I don't even know how to uh, how to see uh, when you, I last streamed. <laughs> you got to check your channel analytics, I guess. Channel analytics. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I last streamed. It looks like on September twenty sixth. So that's two months today. I told you. I told you. Oh, fucking. I nailed it to the fucking day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> as much as I'm liking Sekiro, and and I do want to, you know, next week I'll I'll, I'll try the, the last boss. But we've got to get back into, like, doing the stupid fun oh. shit, like the Among Us stream. Oh, that we, we totally did, or, do. Or with um, fucking Warzone. I, I've just loaded Apex because I've deleted it from my origin and I've loaded it up on my Steam. You know? Yeah. Like, let's just do shit. The thing boys. is, like, we we joke about it, and we joke about it in a load of different ways. Whether it's you know been, uh, you know, uh, whether it's been our streaming stuff, whether it's been our YouTube stuff, whether it's podcast stuff. Like, where, guess where Jonesy is today? He's got work to do. You know, not yeah. to not to spoil it for the folks Ske- at home. Ske- scheduling has been a like fucking nightmare. Yeah, and like we've all we've all had periods over the course of this year. Like none. None of us. I'm sure people have guessed by now. None of us work to nine to five. Work a nine to five. We're all just. This has been a year of doing shit where you can, and sometimes that's yeah. meant having time for streaming. And sometimes it's meant it's not, and it's very for all of us. And like, we kind of we try and banter each other about it, but the reality <laughs> is like, it, it's it's super tough. Like, and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 glad you've been able to get back into it, and and you're on schedule again, and and Monday night streams are a thing again because. But that's only because I've got nothing else going, Jamie. Well, yeah, but then other, even, other than even, like parenting, that's a, but parenting. that's the thing. Even that, you know, is like is is temporary in and of, it, in of itself, and like not to depress yeah. any of the people at home who really get a kick out of the streams. But like, even your Monday night streams, like there, there's probably a time limit on them too, and then the next thing will come along, and then you've got work yeah. to do, and you've got shit to focus on, and we're back at square one. Like, yeah. it's it's it is, like yeah, it is mental. But okay, to to give people a bit of a peek behind the curtain, right? So we're recording this on a Thursday morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, mid afternoon, I guess. Well, noon. Yeah. And uh, Jonesy couldn't join us today because of scheduling conflicts. He could record tonight, but I couldn't join because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, I could record tomorrow, but you, Jamie, and Jonesy couldn't do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow is when tomorrow being the Friday, which is when the podcast should be going up. It, it you know it always makes it a bit fucking difficult. Like it's just yeah. Some we're gonna have weeks like this, you know, where we just kind of like got to get over it. You you know what my week's been this week? What's it? My mean? son my son was sick on Monday and Tuesday, so I had to. He was at home. He wasn't at nursery. Actually, so I remember you messaged me time, about that. Yeah, right. It's like fucking. I can't do anything. Um, 
but I obviously kid goes to sleep and I can stream. So that was a, a saving grace at least. Yesterday, I took my car to get dropped off um, for a service. Okay, 20,000 20, uh, uh, miles. Just uh, I thought you were about to say 20,000 pounds was like the bill. Or so. it was like yeah, 20, was, fuck it all. I don't, Chris, I don't know. Would you have, what freelance gigs are you not telling us about? Sorry. Oh, 20,000. Yeah, I, I wish, yeah. I wish I could earn money to not blink at a fucking 20,000 pound thing. Anyway, um, and today recording the podcast and then going to pick up the car after the podcast. And tomorrow I am editing the podcast and uploading the podcast. And it's like, there's my week yeah. fucking absolutely dissolved into oh, the but like, it, Yeah. <laughs> anyone who's been, any, everyone has been in this, like, uh, had something to do with this yeah. year, right? Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure they all know that even if you didn't have things to do, which you have had, they yeah. still fucking disappear. Like you'll wake up on a day with quote unquote nothing to do and spend all day doing nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I like I I straight up lost months this year between jobs, between gigs, between freelance, whatever it was. Months of my life disappeared, and I'll, I'll never yeah. get them back. And now look at me. Although Chris, it's worth noting that you did find a little bit more time for just for gaming more than the uh, the aforementioned Sekiro. Yeah, and and more than usual in a week for me, I guess, because I played, as I mentioned earlier, I played some Dota 2 yesterday, some Diatide with Paul, and some uh, unranked matches, just pub matches. Mm -hmm. So that was that was a lot of fun, kind of easing myself back into that. Good. Uh, played a bit more Jedi Fallen Order. Not much to report there, just kind of carrying on. Um, so someone asked me on the on the Discord what I thought of it, and I I said it's a very good Star Wars game, but something about the 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 movement and the mechanics of the dude that you're controlling just feel a little bit like stiff and and very unrespawn basically yeah uh, and i don't know if it's coming from sekiro where everything feels a lot more fluid not that sekiro is like fucking butter but yeah i don't know it just felt very kind of like stilted and and jittery and twitchy and yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that, yeah. that, that's Jedi Fallen Order. I, I, I remember we were we used to speculate before that game came out. I remember we saw some footage of things like wall running and things like that. It's yeah. almost like some of the seams between the animations didn't seem quite as polished yeah. as maybe they could have been. And we speculated yeah, and at the time of whether it was a first to third person jump for respawn that caused like it puts a different emphasis yeah. on what you have to what you what you what you have to see, I guess. Yeah, right, because if you're in first person, you don't see your feet, right? There's an example. So. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I've been doing that. And then uh, as as you kind of uh, nerd shamed me earlier, I've been playing <laughs> some online chess uh, with Martin from Just Interesting and uh, Jonesy. And hopefully we're going to get you involved. But you I don't, I, I don't know how to play. I literally, <laughs> it's not even like you guys where you're like, oh, I need to, maybe need a refresher. I don't know the rules. Ask me what a fucking knight can do. I don't have a clue. Up two and across one, easy, dude. Yeah, it sounds like you're playing Connect Four. I don't. I what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. The, the funny thing about this is, we all of us who've been playing chess, we just kind of like, yeah, chess. We know the rules, but we're terrible at it. And it's almost like trying to gauge who's not as bad as the other person. Have you that, been able to gauge the, it yet? That, well, we're still getting there. Still <laughs> no, come on. Between you three, give us a clue. Well. No, okay, so I was meant to play Jonesy, but I didn't. I played Martin, uh, and the time ran up, but he beat me because he had taken more pieces than I had taken of his. Okay. Because the time ran out, right? 
Uh, and then I played my wife. I was like, hey, look at the chess app I've got. And I absolutely fucking annihilated her. <laughs> nice. Good. Maintaining the, yeah. you know, showing who's wearing the trousers. I like it. Dominance. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, I mean, I, so I've been playing those things. Um, I'm just getting super ready. Okay. So I think next what I'm going to do is I might take a break from Jedi Fallen Order, get Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4. Just yeah. because I got that itch and I just have to fucking do it. I don't know when I'm going to get a PS5, if ever. Well, I say if ever, I'll get one, but like, who knows when. Um, and I'm just biding my time for uh, Cyberpunk. Which isn't uh, that far, far away now, is it? What was the What's the date, the new date now? 10th. The 10th. So at the time of recording, we're looking at exactly two weeks. Yeah. Um, so Kind of nuts. And this is the closest we've ever been to the release of the game. Right, uh, and they, you know, they released the Xbox footage, which we spoke about last week, and since then they've released the PlayStation footage, and I, I don't know, man, I'm I'm so ready for it, as I've mentioned before. But here's yeah. an interesting take: I think I might have a gaming cleanse before it comes out, like a week of of no gaming. Just oh, I see. That's an interesting you know, shout. Just just a, just a detox, and then and then when you jump back in, you're jumping back into a fresh game. You're not having any residual things. Because the thing that's happening with me with Sekiro and Jedi Fallen Order is I'm memorizing the controls and how they, you know, the rhythm of the game. Uh, and they're at odds with each other. And maybe I just got to, you know. You've got to flush those toxins yeah, out. Yeah, flush the toxins out. Don't worry about it. So what I'll do is I'll stream on the Monday. That's fine. But then just kind of fucking nothing. Don't yeah. even try. Don't even attempt. Because yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, I want to play a game. And then shit gets in your way. And then you're like, oh, I'm so angry and pissed off. Nah, fucking woozah, fucking all that shit is chill, you know? So next week, yeah. some or from now into next week, some Miles Morales, then a fucking break, and there's fucking Cyberpunk. You know, I, I kind of inadvertently did that before the PS5. People might remember I went ages without like buying anything and try, trying anything new, yeah. and I feel like I benefited from it. So you yeah. might actually be onto something there. You might have to write a little, uh, like a guru's handbook. Of yeah. like I'll, the I'll, art I'll of start, the art of video game blog. cleansing. Yeah, yeah. I'll start a blog. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could believe it. Uh, but speaking of Spider-Man Miles Morales, that's yeah. uh, one of the games I've been playing on the PlayStation yeah. Five this past week. And oh, on the PlayStation Five, yeah. Yeah. So there's a new console, the Sony <laughs> PlayStation Five. Oh, right, the Sony PlayStation 5. Yeah, the Sony PlayStation yeah. Five. Um, I'm a proud owner <laughs> of a Sony. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales. I finished it last night. Um, oh wow okay how long did it take you do you know so i i did a a fair amount of side stuff but not all of it i think i did all the side missions but not okay. all like kind of the bases and hideouts i did all of one kind of um collectible but like missed some yeah. of the other ones just for like reference the, like the and pigeon shit or the backpacks or whatever exactly so like i think i did all of the backpack equivalent but like not all of the a uh, couple of the other bits and okay. i rolled credits after 12 hours Wow. Okay. See, that's why I think I can. I can. I can do this, right? I can squirrel game that amount of time mm -hmm. in a Dude, week. If you don't do side stuff, if you don't do collectibles or anything like that, maybe just do the side missions and not the collectibles. Yeah. Uh, I think you could get this done in eight. Eight Four. to ten. That sounds pretty pretty decent to me. Yeah, it's a it's a much more your speed and um, look. I, I I don't think anyone should be surprised that Spider Man Miles Morales is a good game by this point, right? Because the 2018 game was so strong in so many ways. I think yeah. the thing that surprised me is just how much I actually like it, and in how many ways I like it more than I like the 2018 one. 
Um, really? Well, wow, the, okay. the, here's, here's the thing, right? Insomniac, and we talked about this a lot of the time, uh, did a lot of like really cool things with Spider-Man 2018 in terms of, hey, we don't need to see Peter Parker's origin story. We don't need to see Uncle Ben yeah. die again. We can, you know, take a Spider-Man at a different part of his life and we can take different takes on villains and people will accept that stuff because they've got the groundwork laid down and they just need to see our interpretations. And that stuff worked, but it didn't all work for me. I remember not everyone agreed with me, but I had a lot of criticism for, uh, spoiler alert, for the 2018 Spider-Man, not Miles Morales, but I had a lot of uh, negative things to say about Doc Ock. In that, right, like, okay. you know from five minutes into that game that there's a mysterious scientist called Dr. Otto Octavius, and the game never tries to twist your expectations based on what that tells you, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, it, I, it, they, could have, they could have gone a different way with it. Yes. So Miles Morales all, almost hit some of those own notes, but I think they do more to, you know, divert away from what people are going to expect from some of the characters you might expect to see in a Miles Morales story. Like, it, it's not a huge surprise to say that if you've seen Spider-Verse, which is my only real Miles Morales exposure for him as Spider-Man, you'll yeah. you'll already know some things about characters in his life. But, yeah, Miles, sure, sure. but this game does more than I thought the 2018 did one did to keep you guessing about who they are and what they're going to do and the role they'll play. And, okay. I, and I, I appreciated that. So uh, I, I guess... The one thing that I haven't been seeing a lot of Spider-Man, Miles Morales coverage yeah. is almost like like the story elements, so the story I, beats. I really dug it. I really dug it. This is the other thing I really yeah. liked is that, first of all, it, it just feels more concise. Um, there is no, yeah. there's no Miles Morales equivalent to the Mary Jane sequences. There's no Thank Miles God. Morales equivalent to the four stealth sequences. Every mission is a Spider-Man mission. And it's this really weird thing where it's kind of like, that it starts it's bookended at the front by this sort of this cutscene that makes you think like hey pete parker's going on holiday and this is just what happens this stuff probably yeah. doesn't matter too much and it, it gets up to speed really quickly and that's kind of what you think you're seeing like a side story like the dlc for spider-man yeah. 2018 in that how much is this actually going to matter who knows uh, i think they do make that stuff matter more than I thought they would. Not necessarily in terms of characters or ideas or plot points that will be relevant to a Spider-Man 2, but in terms yeah. of that stuff that Miles is going to take with him and Miles will be a big part of Spider-Man 2 and that's a part of his journey now. I think some of the stuff like, I, th I just thought some of the other characters, the supporting cast was really strong. Um, and I thought okay. Miles is a more interesting Spider-Man than Peter Parker is. I, I thought some of the Aunt May stuff and the Mary Jane stuff was actually decent, but Miles... I don't know what it was. I just, I liked being around Miles more for some yeah, reason. Yeah. And I think there's just some really fun story stuff. Troy Baker is in this game playing uh, a role. A, a that, relator. Well, this is the thing. It's literally him playing the role that he was, if you agreed with the rants that we were going on earlier this year, the role he was born to play, where he's no longer hero protagonist. He's now uh, cocky, smug, scumbag, billionaire CEO. Okay, and it's like this nice. is this is perfect for Troy, um, and he fu <laughs> to be fair, he fucking nails it. Like that character's really fun to watch in a, yeah. in a weird way. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, we we kind of talk shit about Troy Baker, but we still like the dude. He and and he's, yeah, he's good course. at what he does. Oh, he's unbelievable know? at what he does. <laughs> yeah. One of the best in the industry for the you know, and he gets yeah. the work he deserves. Um, 
I do. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go on too much about it because at the end okay, of the day, yeah. it's a Spider-Man story, and most people know what they're dealing with. I just really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought it was concise. I thought it was fun. Um, and at this point, they just they know what they're doing. They know how to make swinging feel good. They know how to make combat feel good. They know how to deliver, you know, emotional, impactful moments. They know how to tease stuff, how to reveal stuff. There are pro- there are post credits uh, stings again. There are hints as to what Spider-Man Two might entail um okay it delivers on, on a lot of what you'd want and it does it in a more concise way less filler yeah. shorter game you know it i thought, I thought it's just, and, and it's and it's not full price it's a strong offering yeah decent okay well have you been playing anything else um the only other thing i wanted to mention was that i've still been playing black ops cold war but um i know i've spoken about the multiplayer a couple of times i started the campaign okay um, which, <laughs> and, and that's going to be that's going to be like a six-hour campaign, right? I think even Somewhere less probably there. at this rate. Um, <laughs> really? Dude, probably no. Include, I, I, I'd, I'd probably I wouldn't be surprised by four or five, maybe if you're fast enough. Wow, dude. I I think we've made this joke before, but like I don't know if they know what they want this game to be. Where it's like part of the part of the team working on this game were like, let's use real archival footage of Ronald Reagan and you know Kremlin shit, fucking Soviet <laughs> Union stuff, and yeah. all paranoia. And the other part were like, let's make a movie. Um, <laughs> Michael with, Bay. Yeah, let's yeah. make this guy that looks like Robert Redford with the world's most ridiculous scar all over his face. That's like saying stupid shit, and you go flashbacks to Vietnam and playing licensed music and. <laughs> espionage um and then the other part is like yeah but what if it was paranoia and ronald reagan what if this was real um <laughs> yeah. yeah and and it, t- it ties into modern warfare as well doesn't it well see this is the thing i i, I haven't seen any of that stuff yet or oh, I, I know that there is some strange shit that goes on towards the end of this game uh i haven't okay. seen what that entails yet um but then that in itself is weird because it's, it's technically set between black ops one and two and it's got Woods, uh, Mason, Hudson, all those characters people yeah. might remember in it. So then that would be a weird implication of like, it, I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but like if Modern Warfare was kind of also about Modern Warfare, is Black Ops Cold War... Uh, yeah, basically it seems like <laughs> I, I'm try, I, I'm wondering if they're starting to fill out what what is their take of like an alternate universe where... Everything is connected. I I, I don't want to. I'll, I'll speak more about it once I've finished it. But yeah, they, they um, basically saw the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're like, "I want a slice of that." I mean, from what I've heard, I know this game has multiple endings, but from what I've heard, some of them are kind of mad. I've seen one very spoilery thumbnail that is utterly bizarre, given the Call of Duty canon. I don't know how many people care about it anymore. Can I give a okay. shout out to one thing though? Yeah, most Call of Duty games, not all of them, cast you as like a named character, some kind of protagonist, yeah. and blah 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 blah. This one is slightly different. Uh, you're given a code name. It's kind of like NBA 2K that everyone refers to as an alias, which is Bell. Yeah, and your actual information: first name, last name, gender, skin tone, uh, uh, military background, and even a few kind of uh, perks that affect your stats and abilities. You choose that stuff. Okay. So this is that's almost a character creator. Not in terms of what they look like, but in terms of their information. Uh, and I thought that was interesting. Uh, kind okay. of being able to have more of a say of, of who you are and what your background is and stuff so like that. So really what you're saying is give it three years and uh, Call of Duty is going to be a straight up RPG. Big time, bro. Big time. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, if Treyarch have anything to do with it, it sounds like that's what they're interested <laughs> in. But actually, in fact, this wasn't... 
I don't know. This was a weird Call of Duty man, wasn't it? This was Sledgehammer and Raven working together. Then apparently they were having there was fisty cuffs yeah, there. I... Activision stepped in, took Sledgehammer off it, and kept Raven on the campaign and got Treyarch to do the multiplayer. And that's why it's a Black Ops game. And now I think Sledgehammer are the ones in the shit, and like loads of their senior members have left. <laughs> I don't know. Call of Duty, huh? Dude, you know what? Just forget Call of Duty. Just get a VR headset and go play modern, modern, well, Medal of Honor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's an argument to be made that that's a that's a that's a, the way to do it. But you know what? Yeah. Let it be known that I like Call of Duty. That's fair, dude. There, there's a. I'll see if I can find it. There was a very interesting tweet I saw today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, thank God I got it. Um. It was a comment left on the original Cyberpunk 2077 teaser trailer. Yeah. Okay. Like original, original. So that came out on the 10th of January, 2013. Jeez. Okay. And it says... Things that have happened since Cyberpunk was announced, okay? And it's got a whole list here. I'm not going to read all of them, but a couple of interesting ones. So the the one that made me think of this is 11 Call of Duties. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Isn't that mad to think? 11 Call of Duties since fucking Cyberpunk was announced. Yeah. All right, so some other other things. Uh, Two Last of Uses, if that's how you say it. Um, Yeah. Two Resident Evil remakes, two Rockstar open worlds, three Gears of War, nine Assassin's Creeds. Um, <laughs> announcement that Final Fantasy Versus 13 became Final Fantasy 15 and was launched, <laughs> which in itself is kind of like mental. Um, announcement and launch of Shenmue 3, announcement and launch of Final Fantasy 7 remake, yeah. two Fallouts, four Battlefields. Uh, <laughs> Oya was or Ouya was born and died. There have been two World Cups, one entire Star Wars trilogy, <laughs> six Yakuza games, two Popes, <laughs> two Spider-Man reboots in theaters, three Avengers movies, the death of the Wii U and the birth of the Switch, the launch of the PlayStation 4, the launch of the PlayStation 5, the launch of the Xbox One, the launch of the Xbox series, Stadia's birth, and potential death, <laughs> and Skyrim can run on a fridge. Wow. It's my favorite Christmas song. Skyrim ran, running on a fridge. No, and a, and a partridge in a pear tree. That's the final line you missed, right? And, and a partridge in a pear tree. But isn't that mad to think? 11 fucking Call of Duty. Anyway. So yeah, I, well, it's I, also I thought, mad to think about that. I thought that was that part of like, the interesting... That's like facade. fucking 600 quid that I've spent on uh, <laughs> Call of Duty games. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks, CD Project Red. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, though, because I haven't checked in a very long time, what the fuck is the state of, of Warzone with the Black Ops and all of this? <sighs> so not a huge amount has changed yet. All, all we know is that, like, basically, is the overhaul, if they're, if you want to call it that, will not be dramatic. Warzone yep. will continue to be free to play. It will continue to be tied to modern warfare Okay. Um, in terms of, like, that's how what it will launch out of. Uh, it will still be in running Modern Warfare's engine because if anyone that doesn't know, IW's engine and Treyarch's engines are obviously different. Things that um, uh, Modern Warfare introduced and uh, subsequently in Warzone, like Tactical Sprint, where you double hit Sprint and literally wrap yeah. it up. Mounting, 
etc etc those are concepts that aren't in black ops so that stuff is saying warzone which means that interestingly for the first time ever call of duty or activision have had to commit to continuing to support modern warfare so basically we're now looking at a year where modern warfare warzone and black ops cold war all exist simultaneously um, yeah. because they didn't want to, I guess they didn't want a situation where Black Ops Cold War and Warzone existed and they didn't, they weren't, com- they weren't comparable in terms of engine and design philosophy and so on and so forth. Um, there'll be one battle pass across all three games, no matter which one of those three games you're playing, you'll be contributing towards that battle pass, Weird, which is quite okay. nice for anyone that, you know, yeah. is going to keep playing all three. Um, yeah. uh, all the Black Ops Cold War guns are going to come into Warzone for free uh so uh, all the operators are going to come into warzone as well so you end up being a weird thing where like warzone becomes an intersection between the two in terms of content but still leans towards modern warfare in terms of how it plays and how it feels it's still going to be free to play um and so on and so forth my my opinion is that they just looked at it and were like right modern warfare 2 is probably coming out next year um and it, yeah. like Warzone will make sense again by that point if we can keep it alive for just this year as kind of a thing that's aside from Black Ops Cold War but has some links to it, then maybe we'll be okay. And uh, But they need, they need a new map or they need to change the map significantly. Like yeah. everyone who plays Warzone, everyone who does content for Warzone, everyone wants something new at this point. The meta hasn't yeah. changed in ages. The map hasn't changed in ages. That's this is issue, an opportunity. Right? Like if, if they don't if they don't refresh it, people just fucking leave. right. Exactly. Like you know, I th- I, th- I think you see that's happening. Like you go and find Warzone creators, and a lot of them, what they're saying is like, we need something new to do to talk yeah. about. And players are starting to feel that too. I think to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. We'll we'll keep uh, we'll keep tabs on it. You know. Okay. Cool. But nice. yeah. Um, given though that that's all that we've got to talk about in terms of what we've played this week, shall we roll on into the news, oh, fucking, Christoph? You know what? Just fucking call me Adele because I'm ready to roll in the deep. Yes, that was terrible. I know. Just let's forget about it and move on to the news. Wow, wow, <laughs> Chris. I think actually on clock watching, it's probably time to end the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, let's do it. Look, obviously, news last week was heavily, uh, heavily inspired. I don't even know what, what word to use there by the launch of the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X yeah. and that stuff. And Jonesy and I sharing our kind of day one thoughts. We're kind of back to the regular news rotation, Chris, in terms of. So, so slightly more uh, bite-sized bits of news popping up. And one that uh, has popped up this week uh, it revolves around Red Dead Online, uh, the online component to the Red Dead world that was uh, launched alongside yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, it's funny. There were so many uh, leaks and rumors and stuff this week about Red Dead being remastered, maybe Red Dead Redemption coming back in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 also coming back for the PlayStation 5. There was a photoshopped Amazon page that went around and yeah, got a lot yeah. of traction and stuff. Turns out the actual news we got this week is that Red Dead Online is essentially going standalone, which means you will no longer <laughs> need to own Red Dead Redemption 2 to have access to Red Dead Online. We're talking about a $5 launch price, which is running up until... January 15th, that launch price is 75% off, which means that okay. after mid-January, we're talking about a $20 buy-in, which is a... I don't know how much content is in that game, but uh, that seems like a lot for Red Dead Online and not Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't know. Um, this yeah. is going to launch on December 1st, though, Chris, so just under a week out. And uh, Okay. 
I have one last thing to tell you before you start sharing your thoughts, because this might sway your opinion. You might have to clear up a bit of hard drive space for this bad boy. Yeah. We're talking about 123 gigabytes. Um, and that is perhaps so high because there's going to be an option to upgrade to the full game. You've got to wonder if maybe they're doing the sneaky thing where the, you're kind the of... game files are there. Yeah, you're installing everything, which I wondered this week when I opened Steam and found a 50 gigabyte uh, update for Destiny 2 waiting for me. I was like, hmm. What? That sounds 50? like a... Yeah, because like I haven't bought that uh, new thing yet, but so that's sure, the expansion. It sure as hell gonna put it on my hard drive until I do. <laughs> um, I mean, one hundred twenty-three gigs is fucking mental just for Red Dead Online. But I guess because I haven't really played Red Dead Online because I just didn't enjoy Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, right. Is it the same? Is it the same map? It's the same yeah. size. It's not like a smaller contained area. No, it makes more use out of those southern areas that the campaign, for story reasons, doesn't really go into. But sure. it's the same landmass, yeah. So I, because I, I, I've been thinking, like, this just kind of initially struck me as a bit odd, right? Like, why do this? But then again, right, saying $5 and you get access to that entire map, whether you play it as, as an online game or just as a fucking sandbox to play in. Yeah. Five, $5 is a decent fucking price. Even $20 is not bad. See, but $20, and I know this is me being silly because this is Rockstar and their prices don't go down that much over time because the yeah. games keep selling. But I want Red Dead Redemption 2 in total to cost $20 by January 2021. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and maybe, maybe that's like naive of me, but... But how, kinda, how popular yeah. even is Red Dead Online? Well, probably not as popular as they would have hoped by this. <laughs> like GTA Online, as crazy as it sounds, never did this. GTA yeah. Online is still a part of GTA 5 unless I'm mistaken. So, Do you think that this is like a precursor to GTA Online being its own standalone thing? I don't think it's impossible that that happens in the future, but I think with what they got with GTA is that people are continuing to vote with their wallets. And yeah. what those people voting are saying is that, hey, whether it's for the single player or the online, we don't care. We are happy to continue buying GTA 5 <laughs> at the prices that you were selling it for. I wonder if that's happening less with Red Dead Redemption 2. And if this is a kind of a a move that... I, I My first reaction to this, there might be more to it. This was a move to inject a higher player count into Red Dead Online to make more money because the player counts are dwindling and it's not generating as much revenue as GTA Online is, or perhaps just below projections for what they thought. So I've, Which I've, just looked, like, up a, I've looked up a projection of how many players are online for... Yeah. Although this is just Red Dead Redemption 2 live player counts. So I don't know if it means Red Dead Online, but it's 641,000 players. Okay. But I don't think that's online. And, on what, and is, is that on a specific platform? Uh, it doesn't necessarily say. That doesn't sound like a lot based on how many people bought the game, but maybe I've got my numbers yeah. wrong. Yeah, I mean, the, the game is like, what, like two years old now? One year? Uh, you know, yeah, two years, just over two, two years. years. Uh, but an interesting thing is from 4th of September 2020, there's an article on Polygon that says Red Dead Online's are almost dead. Red Dead Online lobbies are almost dead. Well, the, uh, the game had a lot of issues. I remember that, I listen to a podcast and follow a site where a couple of people on it were weirdly into that game. And yeah. they would openly talk about the fact like, yeah, we were meant to play Red Dead Online this week and everything was broken. Like you couldn't fire your gun this week or every NPC in the game you couldn't talk to this week. Um, 
So that game, <laughs> it's strange. And that's also why I'm confused by this. It's like, yeah. this is what you do when you have, like, do you remember when Fallout 76 went onto Game Pass? Yes. What you, you try and increase the player count when you feel like you're at a point where those people are going to come in and stay and then spend money along the way. That's what $5 and the, the standalone idea of Red Dead Online does, right? Is it gets yeah. people through the door, and then once they're through the door, you try and keep them inside. Yeah. But from nothing I've heard has suggested that there's anything on the interior of Red Dead Red Dead Online's offerings that are actually going to keep people around. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? I, I know. I know that this um, Red Dead Online uh, standalone coincides with their latest update, um, which is the Bounty Hunters update. Oh. But here's the weird thing, right? Like, I, I follow Rockstar on, like, Twitter and Instagram, just in case, you know, because that's how they fucking announced, like, Red Dead and whatever. Yeah, they just changed um, their banner one day, didn't they? Yeah, and everyone fucking lost their minds. Yeah. Broke the internet. But, so you follow them, and then you, you look at the fucking Insta stories or whatever, and it's always like, oh, fucking Ma Baker's coming to Red Dead. And it's like, <laughs> who cares? Oh, yeah. get this... Get this rare raccoon pelt on red. Who cares? But the funny thing is, who cares? But the internet is so fucking thirsty for rock star stuff that everyone goes crazy. Like there's this yeah. one subreddit I go to for sort of news and rumors. Every time Rockstar unpin a tweet, meaning they've got now got room for a new <laughs> pinned one, everyone's like, what if the GTA 6? And it's like, can't, boys, boys. I, 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 I boys. Read, uh... <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy, buddy. You're getting too excited there. A yeah. Bit, a little bit pitchy. Um, there was an article that I saw the headline of that was like, oh, Rockstar fans think GTA 6 is coming out because there's a road in Puerto Rico that is a V and an I. And yeah, like, so that was there's a new uh, update coming to GTA Online, which is adding yeah. a new part, a new environment a new for the region, first time. right, yeah. Right, and they debuted it with a trailer... Um, and to be fair, this is kind of odd. Like someone's done this on purpose. They debuted it with a trailer that at the start has kind of like some camera overlay stuff and coordinates at the bottom. And the real world coordinates go to, as you say, some part, if you type them in on Google Maps or whatever, it's like a weird <laughs> thing where it looks in the ground like a V and an I have been drawing it. Drawing yeah, it's a dirt road. That it's just, like, yeah, that's shaped undulates like a, and whatever. Like a yeah. V and an I joined at the top. Um, and like, I mean, that could be any one person at Rockstar like having a bit of fun. And yeah. but the other thing that trying to drives me crazy about all of this is that, and I've I've had this exact rant before, so I'm not going to go too deep <laughs> on it. But like, no, no, Chris, rest, Jamie, Chris, can I you? I want to see you the be, froth coming no, out of your I'm mouth. just going to do it like this. I'm going to do it as a Q and A. Chris, can you? Okay. I'll be, if I'm the Q, can you be my A? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it for today. Okay, right? are Rockstar going to make another Grand Theft Auto game? Yes. What number will that Grand Theft Auto game be? Mm, two. Let's let's roll it again. Let's assume that GTA <laughs> is going to continue in chronological order. What number well, will the next Grand Theft Auto? It's going to be Vice City Two, right? Uh, don't be facetious. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. The okay. Then it's six. Six after five. Right. right. Yeah. Is there anyone on planet Earth, to your knowledge, that doesn't believe yeah. Grand Theft Auto Six will exist at some point? No. Or so, maybe Jonesy, because Jonesy's just kind of like that. Yeah, tinfoil hat and all that. So <laughs> what is the relevance of Rockstar themselves saying the number six? Like, it doesn't matter if they said it. It's already real. Like, what do you think they're doing? 
What do you think yeah. is next? Yes, it might have a different name. I remember when I was disappointed that Red Dead Redemption 2 was called that because I wanted them to use a different word beginning with R, and I thought the idea of Red Dead Redemption 2 being a prequel to Red Dead Redemption hurt my head. But in the end, yeah. it didn't matter. It's still the same thing. Yeah, it's still the Rockstar game about cowboys. Right, exactly. It was it was Red Dead Revenge that we were all saying. Would Red be a, a Dead cool Revenge, name. yeah. I, but then I that do. was that was before it was uh, oh yeah it's a prequel yeah it's a prequel uh, and then they changed it from a numerical two to a Roman numeral two and I was much more okay with it I uh, didn't yeah, yeah. I did not like the early versions of that logo with a fat number two on it I was like this yeah, makes you, no sense you guys are idiots you were gonna you were gonna get the pitchforks out I know yeah. mad uh, <sighs> yeah yeah I mean it's 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 all fucking obvious shit isn't it it's like yeah. Guess what? Rockstar, GTA, fucking prints money. How do you want to continue printing money? You release another version of it, right? Well, yeah, it's like the, with the one of the one of if not the biggest sort of franchises on planet Earth. I don't know what you want to qualify no, it or is. use it's, for it's, that. There you go. It was the 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 most successful and highest earning entertainment franchise on the planet. There you go. So all we need is patience. I will say though, I want to know what that game looks like. Post GTA Online, post Hauser departure. <laughs> Seriously, like yeah, yeah. Like I want to know what that game looks like. I want to know who writes it. I want to know if it still has that Rockstar touch. We'll see. Can, can I can I tell you the thing that I've I've learned over the years with these kinds of things, where it's like the team leaves or dissipates, or whatever. It, does, it tell me. Largely doesn't really matter. You're probably right. You know, D- DNA <laughs> is DNA for a reason. Like, yeah, it, it can go wrong. But that's usually when someone tries to fuck with the DNA of it. Yeah. But for the companies that get entirely new staff or whatever, as long as they understand what the DNA is. Right. It, I uh, mean, how many like credited writers did Red Dead Redemption 2 have in the end? It was it was quite a few, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I don't know. I you, you think I saw the credits of that fucking game? You're mad. I think it was, I think it was three. Yeah. Of which one was a Hauser. Yeah, it was yeah, three. And, and, and the other thing is, you know what the reality of it is? If you think three people wrote that entire game, you're a fucking idiot. Right. You're, you're also uh, full on correct with that. You know, they, so, they, they yeah. have like a team of like fucking 50 to 100 writers just fucking churning shit up. Yeah. In fact, in the kind of the above the line credits, Dan Hauser getting a writer, writing credit is the only name anyone will recognize. Like producer Rob Nelson, designer Imran Sawar programmer phil hooker artist aaron garber like these aren't household names and that was red yeah. Redemption Two. i think one of the finest games of the decade so four finest games of the decade. The because it was the finest game of the i don't know why i said finest it's so fucking lame <laughs> anyway we'll keep eyes on that we'll keep tabs on that and i guess we'll also keep tabs on red dead online and how that grows perhaps in player base perhaps in appreciation with this new standalone offering yeah. at an introductory price I, I just i just wonder as as uninteresting as that news is to me, what is interesting about it is whatever the potential implications for uh, GTA Online would be. Because I think I theorized before that they would spin it out into its own kind of thing. It'll make sense eventually. Like yeah. GTA 5 copies will stop flying off shelves at some point. I know it sounds crazy to say seven years later that a game <laughs> will stop selling, but it hasn't happened yet, at which point I'm sure they're going to explore all their options. Standalone, yeah. free to play, you name it, they'll try it. There's too much money left to be made okay. um well, they got they got to get through the ps5 version first right yes they will have to do that and that isn't even coming till next year i don't think uh which suits some people chris because they not might, might not be getting their ps5s until next year and that is all thanks <laughs> to 
for probably the most hated group of people on planet Earth right now, at least in the tech world, and that is scalpers. Scalpers? I thought you were going to talk about unbox therapy, but yeah, scalpers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm talking <laughs> about scalpers. I'm talking people that, whether through bots or just uh, any other means, are going around and they are snagging PlayStation 5s before the everyday consumers like you or I can get our hands on them. Uh, we're reading news reports that have emerged this week, Chris, that as many as 3,500 PlayStation 5s were gobbled up by these scalpers and sold for a hefty, hefty profit. Um, I, yeah. I don't know I think, what the I dollar value... Sorry. I think it's, sorry, I think it's either, even worse than that, Jamie. I think it was one group of scalpers... One particular group, wow. One particular group of scalpers that managed to get 3,500 PS5s, which I think it's worth mentioning is more than an allocated unit for a lot of the retailers that are out there. I wouldn't be surprised. And like you you go through how many groups of scalpers like this there probably are, you know, at, at lesser amounts, or perhaps yeah. even comparable amounts of PlayStation 5s. Mm. That means it's mental. A, yeah. no, no fucking wonder I was not able to get my, my hands on a PS5. Even if you tried, I can tell you from knowing, knowing firsthand people who did try, it was an absolute shit show. The whole getting more, and I'm sure it's been the same in the States, Every wave of stock still yeah. goes in seconds, and not a Dude. single retailer, not a single retailer, is stepping up to do anything to prevent it. Yeah, and you know, you know what's even weirder is that even if you did manage to get a pre-order, didn't mean that you got your PS Five. People have been getting fucking bags of rice in their Amazon boxes. Yeah, and Amazon's response: Oh, here's a here's a ten dollar gift card. You, you honestly, our, our, our very own Sam Richards from One Hundred One Facts. Go check out his channel. Uh, He's been on the show before as a guest. He ordered it from... He got a pre-order of his PS5 from, I think, Very? Correct. And uh, on the day of release, they just magically changed his uh, delivery to a month later. Mm -hmm. He got That's to the, mental. The, the day before his order was due, and they shifted it by an entire month. That's mental to me. And yeah. and, and there's, there's, no, there's no recourse. No. And and if you do, and the horrible thing is, if you do feel like you're getting desperate, if you feel like the retailers are not helping you, which they are not, and you go online, you go to eBay or wherever it may be to see what these scalpers are selling them for, the numbers are astronomical. Yeah, and two, three times the price. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and there's the regrettable thing is that for the time being, this will hopefully change over you know some period of time, but for now, there are too many people willing to pay those prices. There are too yeah. many people willing to go up to I don't know what the dollar equivalent is, but probably in the region of like. Eight, nine, and hundred dollars, a thousand dollars plus, and those they're, yeah. they're, they're selling. There was a who was it? Uh, Manuel Guerrero was saying that was it in Guatemala? It was on the Discord. Um, yeah, that in Guatemala, like they they're selling them for like one thousand six hundred US dollars. It was like uh, Puerto Rico, and it was Puerto one thousand where dollars. Oh shit! I've done the fucking cardinal sin, Jamie. What have you done? I've called Puerto Rico Guatemala. Is that actually a thing that people do? I don't know. I, I just remember there's that one um, Scrubs episode where it's like, uh, what's the nurse's name? Carla was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm from Dominican Republic. I'm not Puerto Rican." And she's like, got like really uppity about it. So I don't know. Oh. Sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 Manuel Guerrero. I don't think you're gonna get cancelled, Chris. Um, ah, thank God. But, but yeah, yeah it, it's this mad is a because. Fucking Jim Ryan did come out and say, yeah, PS5 inventory is sold out. That's not to say that uh, that stock is sold out, but from Sony's perspective, all the inventory that they had 
has been sold and shipped over to retail. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of mental. It, it, it is mental, and, it, and honestly, this has been a crazier period than I ever thought it would be, whether it's pre-orders, whether it's the actual orders now that the consoles are out. Uh, it, it, it's astonishing to me that demand has been this high and supply has been this hard to come by. Um, and, and, yeah. again, and again, I'll say it again, I, I think it's just really disappointing that I, there's so many players in this game it's hard to pin the blame on any one party but i think it's so easy for or it should be so easy for retailers to set up systems that protect consumers or at least give them more of a helping hand to combat these issues that we know we're going to have every 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 single time um and no one, uh, no one's done anything about it i've got a question for you right because mm-hmm. so these sculptors they use bots to get in there yeah, and get all of the inventory like this the millisecond they go on sale, right? Uh, yes, which is why like you could be there fucking on the dot, maybe thirty seconds later, and everything is sold out. Yeah, but my so, question yeah. is this, right? Because there, we've all seen those memes about like, oh, I tried to fucking i I had it in my in my basket, and then it asked me to do the fucking capture thing, and I had to tick the box saying I'm not a robot, and I had to identify all the fucking fire hydrants and what's a motorbike and what's there's been all those memes okay but it if the bots can fucking go through all of that shit then why do we have to do that like what is i, I don't i, I don't know don't, if they're uh, the thing, i, I don't know don't how many of these it. retailers have captures for hey, for for dude, buying stuff i mean e- even if it's the most simplest fucking thing and and i i don't see why a bot couldn't get over it but even yeah. the most simple thing of saying ticking a box that's saying i am not a robot right like i just don't get it like if you don't have that as a retailer then you're fuck you go fuck yourself that's bullshit because yeah. then all you're doing is you're opening it up to sculptors because you don't care because all that means is that you know that all of your uh assigned stock will be sold out in the a matter of milliseconds and you're okay with that because you don't care where it goes to and you don't care about your customers and i say a big fuck you to that one yeah, regrettably, that seems to be the prevailing theme, doesn't it? That as long as they yeah. go, which of course they will, uh, they don't mind. Um, I, I just, I just wish there was a way to make sure more of these PlayStation Fives and Xbox Series Xs were ending up in the hands of people that really wanted it. Especially like at a year, the year we've had when money is so hard to come by, with Christmas yeah. around the corner. You know, I, I literally, I'm a, I'm an individual, and this makes me look bad as a 27 year old who sits around playing video games on my fat ass. But I'm a person <laughs> with a sibling who wants a PlayStation Five, and 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 a helpless dad in this situation who doesn't yeah. know what the fuck is going on. Like, it's and 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 I'm not suggesting that like, oh, that there should be enough for everyone. Blah 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 blah. I understand that these things don't grow on trees. There has yeah, someone has yeah. to miss out, but yeah. we shouldn't be missing out in this way. No, when when a fucking group of sculptors take three thousand to five hundred, Jamie. Sorry, that's yeah, it shouldn't be that way. No, it but shouldn't. hey, so Sony have pledged more stock to come before the year is up. So yeah, and I guess for them, when when everything's going so well, right? Why wouldn't you just keep feeding the machine, feeding the beast? Uh, I yeah, don't know I mean, if, as long yeah. as they can, I think as as fast as they can make them, they'll ship them out. But obviously, there is a bit of a bottleneck. I mean, you know, COVID and supply chains and all of this stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, um, I guess well done, well done to Sony. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> for a successful console launch and for making what I uh, feel so far as a pretty solid piece of kit. And um, for anyone out there that's still hoping to get their hands on a PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X before the end of the year, we keep our fingers crossed for you. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. And Chris, uh, <laughs> yeah. that that goes for you as well. 
Hopefully, well, there's hey, uh, some stuff. First things soon. first, I need a job. Second thing, second. Uh, job, video games. Get... Okay. Yes, buddy, yes. I mean, I could sell a kidney, but they'll probably go to pay off the mortgage. Um, but yeah, it's it's just another example, Jamie, of how the uh, the scientists behind the uh, behind the simulation are fucking with us, right? <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. The the, yeah. the simulation like, of like, what if we created the worst year on record? How would humans react? Yeah, and then let's. How do we cap it off? Oh, I know. Let's cre- let's create the most anticipated console in history and make sure that people can't get it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's what they've done. <laughs> kind of shitty. Um, right, anyway. Do you know something else that's been selling fairly well, Chris, though? And I'm pretty sure because it exists uh, digitally, there shouldn't be any supply issues. It's uh, my OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans.com forward That's now. right. Sign up now, OnlyFans.com <laughs> forward slash Hot Panic. It's just four ninety nine for all the butthole shots. No, you're... no it, it would be OnlyFans.com forward slash Mr. PP and the boys. Mr. PP and the boys. So in, in that sense, you're kind of naming <laughs> your OnlyFans after your actual... It's not named after you. You're kind of... You consider your cock and balls the main no, attraction? I'm, yeah, I'm secondary. I mean, you know, give... give, give you're just kind of like a vague, blurry, out of figure sort of face in the background. <laughs> can, can you imagine you do like the, the portrait mode on your cell phone, but it, it just blurs your body out, just fucking... Keep, I'm, no, I'm just imagining tackle. like you spread in front of a mirror... And if you kind of zoom in, you can just see your face out of focus, like in the oh background, like looking no. at yourself, trying to ch- just check I, the angle. Like. I mean, I know it's getting a bit of a running gag now about me starting up. Sorry, sorry, what was that about gagging in OnlyFans? Hmm. I think if I had to do an OnlyFans, it would be like a, a comedic one. Me and my top off after I've eaten uh, too much bread and all bloaty and maybe just drinking some beer or something you know i said we should do a uh a, a calendar didn't like a firefighter style calendar so maybe that's Hell our yeah. version of it we'll sell it one off instead of doing like an only fan subscription thing and oh we we'll could see pull the bal delphine and just release a hardcore porn for 35 dollars on on christmas day or whatever it was yes exactly well if it works for her maybe it will work for us Low folks, ladies, gents, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> you, at this stage, we never know how you know low we're gonna sink for money. <laughs> I, I think we'll be okay, Jamie. I mean, we've been promising fucking Jamie-shaped body pillows since eighty G days. Oh my lord! We still haven't delivered on that one. So. No, well, that's a logistical nightmare as well. So I, I'm going to defend us on that one. I don't even know where you begin to go around getting custom body pillows made, or how many of China. them would even get sold. Anyway, China or all roads go to China. All roads go. Well, some Chris, some roads go or come from Japan. That ah. was a, that world's worst segue. <laughs> Get used Segway. to it, folks. Um, look, uh, going back to what we we're talking about and games selling well and people making money and things out of Japan. One thing that has hit in the last week or two and is apparently doing very well is the latest entry in what I guess is kind of like a mini series now: the Hyrule Warriors game and the latest one, which is Age nice. of Calamity. Um, which, Hell yeah. Chris, I know we've dunked on sort of funny Musu games and Dynasty Warrior style games, but it seems that this might actually be a good one. Better off for having embraced some of the more Breath of the Wild style elements, both in terms yeah. of its gameplay, but also its story. And people are responding in turn because this game has sold over 3 million copies in a week, which makes it, Chris, brace yourself, the most successful Warriors title. Yeah. Which this, is, this is, you know, no small it, task. Most, no small this feat. is mad. But I don't know if this, if uh, when they say most successful Warriors title, I don't know if that means like 
of the spin-off warriors or if it includes dynasty warriors as well because dynasty warriors to me was always like that kind of like that's the the top of the warriors pile right i yeah. couldn't find anything online to say what it was but i i would imagine it would be i mean three million cells in a week jamie we we know that like fucking hell good respected games like not not saying that this isn't a good or respected game but take whatever that is away from it you know you mm-hmm. take you speak about like the sales of let's say devil may cry 5 or whatever and it's like it's it's this kind of ballpark right and this fucking weirdo offshoot game of an offshoot musu title has sold 3 million copies in a week yeah and what what's strange is that I've got another on, on, sorry on one fucking platform. It, 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 honestly, it is it is mind boggling in certain regards. And one extra statistic I've got for you here, talking about how it's a sequel to an offshoot. Um, this has quadrupled sales of the Switch release of the first Hyrule Warriors game. So the, you've got the amount of people who played the first Hyrule Warriors when it came out on Switch. Take that number in total and quadruple it is the amount of people willing to play the sequel inside the first week. So as I kind of said earlier, there's clearly something about the way this game is tapping into the wider Breath of the Wild appeal that is striking a nerve with some people in a positive yeah. way. Uh, and ba- ba- I actually watched a video review on this and for what it's worth, they did more than I thought they would in terms of tapping into the lore and legacy of Breath of the Wild and what that introduces to the to the Zelda franchise, but also saying, hey, here are these side characters in Breath of the Wild. Would you like to play as them? And here are the interesting things that we've thought up in terms of what their combat might look like, what some of their abilities might look like. It looks like they've gone harder on that stuff than they've maybe done in the past. So yeah. if that's what they're doing now, with these Musu style games, then maybe more power to them and maybe this is them turning over a new leaf. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how much the um the demo released on the Switch helped in terms of that. Because I played the demos. I was I was like, yeah, this is fucking cool. Thing about think about the Musu games, like the, the Warriors games, especially Dynasty Warriors, like it, it's easy to shit on these games, but you know what? They they scratch a very particular itch and they scratch it very, very well. Yes, I'd agree like, with that. I, I don't know how else to explain. Like, I remember PS2 era Dynasty Warriors. I had spent, got a, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I'd spent hours and hours at friend's house, like way into the night, just fucking dunking on hundreds of little fucking characters. Like, it's it's a fun, mindless, enjoyable time. Uh, I had Dynasty Warriors on my PSP as my first game on the PSP. Like, it's, it's something to be said for these kinds of games. Yeah. And if this is them kind of stepping back into the limelight and introducing that style of combat and that style of action to a wider audience, then maybe it opens the door for either more Warriors-style games in the future or perhaps just more actual Warriors game, like a fully-fledged Dynasty Warriors made for the next gen, which at this point, like, how many characters can you get on screen if you made a Dynasty Warriors game for PS5 and Series X? Fuck knows. But But all all I know is I'd press square, do one big thing, and I'd expect at least 10,000 people to fly, jump up in the air at once. But that's what—that's the itch that, that it scratches, right? As long as they don't go the route of the previous Dynasty Warriors one where they're like, oh yeah, it's the fucking entire surface of, of mainland China. It's like, you don't need to do that. That's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, in um, fact, I, I remember looking at reviews and watching some videos of that last <laughs> Dynasty Warriors game and it was an actual nightmare from what I saw. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but hey, this might be a return to form. Uh, one thing that I was uh, looking up, uh, the PlayStation version of The Avengers, okay, the, the game that we like to dunk on every now and then, uh, the PlayStation version of The Avengers within its first week sold 43,000 physical copies in Japan. 43,000? Yeah, but that's physical copies. Fair, we don't know what the, what the digital is, just from the article that I'm reading here. Okay, but okay. But, like... You know that that kind of paints a picture. Yes, it does. Um, not a very pretty one <laughs> for, for the <laughs> Avengers, but it does paint a picture of sorts. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll tell you, I'm I'm I would be keen on getting Hyrule Warriors. It looks like a, a really good time, but I, I think I've I've laid out my path for gaming for the rest of the year. You know, well that's the thing because you like you said you've got Miles Morales, uh, you know in the coming soon section of your gaming career. Yeah. And then you want to do the kind of the cleanse before cyberpunk. And I think the cleanse and then it's fucking cyberpunk until, until I die. And like when you release one of the biggest and most anticipated games, perhaps of all time by this stage, certainly in recent memory in December of all months, I think oh. a lot of people are going to block out most of their time into the new year for that game alone. Yeah. So I would say if we were still running ATG, I would probably take time off for cyberpunk. I think we'd be fighting each other for time off. <laughs> and you know what? You'd yeah. have probably got it, because I reckon I would have taken time off for the PlayStation 5 and conceded yeah. that uh, yeah. you know someone else could take the time off for Cyberpunk. Because okay. I, I think I'm lower down on the Richter scale for anticipation than you and Jonesy are for Cyberpunk, for some reason. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's always... It's always better to temper your expectations on these things, Jamie. And I think yeah. you're doing a good job. I mean, I don't. I'm not doing it on purpose. That's the only thing that worries me. Like, ah, so the PlayStation okay. footage came out this week, right? They showed it uh, what Cyberpunk looks like running on the base PlayStation Four and the play no, so excuse me, the PlayStation Four Pro, Pro and the PlayStation Five in backwards compatibility mode without yeah. the patch that's going to come next year. Yeah. Um, I couldn't watch all of that video. I watched the start of it, then started skipping through, then just didn't watch the rest. There's something Why? about cyberpunk in motion that I just don't care about. I'm watching it and I get bored. So regardless of whether it's on PlayStation, you're saying like... doesn't matter. You, it's not you can watch it because of the, how the PlayStation was running. The, I did the exact it, same it, thing it, with the Xbox version. I've done that yeah. with most of the Night City wires. There's something about cyberpunk that hasn't clicked with me yet. Interesting. I'm just gonna, that's all I'm going to say. Um, I, I'd be very interested to see your actual thoughts once once we get into it, you know? I mean, that's going to be... That's going to rival... We managed to sort of keep our PlayStation 5 thoughts to, not to a minimum, but, you know, to condense them into another podcast about other stuff last week. Cyberpunk's yeah. probably going to be one of those ones where are we actually going to talk about this game and just this game for an hour? Well, right. I think maybe we'd serve ourselves to do a, a patron-only uh, fucking... Yeah, cyberpunk rant. The only downside, much, much like our, uh, much like our Last of Us Part Two, fucking three and a half hour epic. Well, that's the thing; those were spoiler casts, and how long is until it, until we can do a cyberpunk twenty seventy seven spoiler cast? Probably fucking months at this rate. Cyberpunk's probably. I'll lay this out there right now. I doubt I will finish cyberpunk because I haven't finished Skyrim. Do you know what I mean? It's like. You get into these open world games, you do like half the missions and you just fucking go about doing your own business until eventually you just fall off it. That's interesting because a lot of people I'm sure can relate to that, but they probably yeah. still go in with a certain degree of optimism about their chances of finishing the new one. You're out of the gate saying now, <laughs> you think you're looking forward to Cyberpunk, going to set aside gaming time for it, so to speak, and make sure you're not playing other stuff at the same time, but you don't think you're going to finish it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the the funnily enough, the open world game that kind of caught me the most. There's two of them, which is Fallout Four and Breath of the Wild. I haven't finished either of them. Fallout Four, I got to the very last mission, and I just like, meh. I, I didn't want to make that final decision. I just like slagged it off. Yeah. What you did that with something? Else. Isn't that what you did with Breath of the Wild? You got um, close to the end and were like, "I don't want this to well, end." Kind of. On Breath of the Wild, I, I did all four of those fucking dungeon that the mythical beasts or whatever they're called. The beasts, yeah, the beasts. Um, so I've done all four of the beasts, and then I just need to make it to Hyrule Castle and go for Ganon. It's not like it's a. It's not like a thing where it's going to be like, "Oh, I'll finish it in an hour." You know? Right. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, time will tell on that matter. And as we said earlier, we don't have too long to wait, just two weeks less by the time you're listening to this podcast. Everyone, uh, stay tuned just in case we do have any Patreon exclusive content coming out for it. You never know. Do you want another thing we don't know about yet, Chris? Tell me. The future of services such as Xbox Game Pass and what other platforms they might find themselves coming to. And when I say platform, Chris, I don't just Mm. mean video game consoles. Uh, Fridges. Yes, I'm talking about fridges. Would you play play Conker's Bad Fur Day on a fridge? Yes. There you go. Conversation because think over. About it. You're, you're playing it, and then Conker's like, "Oh, here, oh, a beer, oh," and you just open your fridge and you get a beer because you're right there. It, you know what? The future has never been so clear to me as it has now. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Minority Report, and one of those weird chicks has just showed me what the future is, and the future <laughs> is fridge gaming. The 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 precog. A precog, exactly. Colin Farrell is chasing me because he's found out that I know too much about fridge gaming. This yeah. is just the world we live in. No, and he look, got his hands on your wooden balls. So. Oh well, Chris, fucking hell! How, we're gonna set, we we in fact we've already set the record for references to testicles in a podcast. Do you think we? that there will ever be a podcast that we record where we don't go sexual? <sighs> Probably not. If even the mere reference of cock or balls or anything like that, just the words are considered sexual, then no. Like Fair. someone will say okay. one of those words at some point. Yeah. Okay. One of these days there'll be a podcast with just you and Jonesy on where I'll have to sit out for some reason. And that will be an interesting test. Like, I know you're going to have it in you to bring it up, but like, will Jonesy kind of like uh, shut he, the door he, on it? Will he like, arise to the occasion? I don't know. I think he's got it in him, but sometimes he doesn't let it come out on the podcast. He's a I little think, bit shy. I think Jonesy, it's very much dependent on his mood, isn't it? That is also uh, true. You know, because he, he gets into his goofy moods. He gets into his kind of like uh, uh, introspective moods. He gets into his kind of uh, conspiracy theory moods. So, you know, it depends on what he, what he's bringing to the table on the day. Of which Jonesy you get for that podcast anyway going back to what we were saying before (laughs) um i regret to uh inform people that the future of gaming does not live in the fridge uh travesty at least not yet anyway what i was referring to when i was talking about xbox game pass coming to other locations was actually about some comments that xbox head phil spencer made recently stating that the x cloud app could be seen on smart tvs chris within 12 months so app as an app, for anyone that doesn't know, xCloud is what Xbox are still naming their kind of their streaming service, if you will. It's essentially a service that lets you uh, use Xbox's infrastructure and Microsoft's infrastructure to stream games. So far, titles that have been seen on Xbox Game Pass, which is itself a huge library of games that can be play, yeah. pay, paid, played just by paying a small-ish subscription fee. 
What this would mean, theoretically, Chris, is that we would have an app on our TVs that if we launched, and assuming your internet connection was fast and stable enough, you'd be able to play a whole host of games straight from your TV, assuming all you would need at that point then would be Man. a controller of some kind, which I hate to admit would, it means we're getting would, kind yes. of really close to Jonesy's future <laughs> you know, depictions, future ideas for where yeah. gaming might go. Look, I don't think we ever kind of disputed it. Maybe where we talked about it was from an infrastructure point of view and a mainstream viability point of view. But yeah, it does seem like it's coming up. Full Spencer said this is going to happen within the next 12 months, potentially. I mean, plans yeah. change. Um, but yeah, just, just the idea of going into your smart TV and going, hmm, what am I going to do tonight? Okay, Netflix? No. Uh, Prime Video? No. Disney Plus? No. Oh, xCloud, yeah, cool. Like, that's... Like, yes, okay, like, running running your Games Pass games and Xbox titles on xCloud has been a thing that we've kind of known about and theorized, and, like, yes, you know, you maybe get a little dongle and attach it to your back of your thing, or maybe you get a controller where the service is attached to your controller and you're just transmitting to the TV. But for some reason, it, it never entered my mind that an actual... I mean, this is sounding kind of stupid and redundant but it never entered my mind that a smart a smart tv could just have an app that'll let you play games like that's mental yeah i guess it wasn't so much that it never entered my mind as much like i never really thought about how far they could take this stuff i think i was always prepared for the eventuality where they only want the barrier to entry to be as something as simple as a controller and I think yeah. we even talked about the possibility before that they put some of the technology almost in the controller that allows you to yeah. access something um, but th this this would be a very interesting move um, and this is Phil Spencer himself saying that it could happen within the next 12 months so clearly Microsoft and the Xbox team are exploring these avenues and I just think that would be very interesting once you start applying some of Xbox's future plans in terms of their software la launches and software lineups to this kind of eventuality um, yeah. you know, we're potentially talking about a world in which Halo Infinite comes out and people's first reaction to it isn't to say, damn, I don't have an Xbox Series S or a Series X, but rather, oh, let me load up the xCloud app on my smart TV <laughs> and just play this video game. Yeah, it's kind, kind of, of kind of It's nuts. kind of mad. Like on, on the one hand, it's the the culmination of their games pass strategy on like any device, right? But yeah. on the other hand, it goes further to kind of make their actual physical consoles more and more of a head-scratcher. Right. In a way that, like, you you trust them, and maybe it's the direction they feel they've got to go because Sony, not only do they have the lead, but they're also doubling down on, quote-unquote, the idea of generations. They're doubling yeah. down on needing a PlayStation 5, on PlayStation 5 exclusives, on $70 games. Or Xbox to go in the other direction and offer that alternative perhaps makes more sense than ever before, right? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I think Xbox looks at it and says, you know what, from a hardware perspective, we are never going to beat Sony uh, because they just have never able to. So they're saying, okay, well, how do we get out of the hardware business? We, we're still, <laughs> we're still, you know, we, we're still not advanced enough to just not offer hardware. But why don't we offer hardware as a last generation? while we focus on setting up hardwareless consoles. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting kind of thing to me. I, it, I, like, yeah. I like shit like this. 
No, and you know we've talked about it a lot before, and Jonesy and I and, and you as well, Chris, have all argued about it to no end. But <laughs> we're at the beginning of a generation that ignoring half-step consoles will last seven years. And no yeah. one knows where we'll be in seven years in terms of the demographic of gamers, what they want, what they expect, how much things cost, what the barriers to entry are. And even things like Wi-Fi speeds and 5G speeds and availability, no one knows where they're going to be in seven years and how advanced that stuff might be. And maybe seven years is all it takes for the idea to of buying a $500 console and $70 games to seem a little bit almost prehistoric by that point if you know other services yeah. manage to make it look so well well so here's a counterpoint okay because as you said we've we've had arguments with jonesy about this because jonesy's like no it's happening jonesy but, thinks this is the future yeah and it is the future but you know i think we argue about when the future when the future will be now but here's yeah. an example okay i've been living in my house for what call it call it six years now congratulations okay? thank you yeah H- homeowner soon hmm. to be Homeless, if I can't make the payments. <laughs> no, nope, don't um, say that. No, nah, this, this is the I'll fix something. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're a millions. But, but my point is this, okay? Fiber has been around since then. And yeah. when I got my broadband set up for when we moved into the house, I was like, cool, going to get the fastest fiber I can get. The fastest fiber I could get was uh, 35 megabits per second, which is not not the fastest okay and if i tell you that the to this day six years later the fastest fiber i can get in this area through this particular provider is 35 megabits per second oh wow okay do do, do you get what i'm saying like (sighs) yeah there is commercial availability of like 100 200 megabit per second lines out there in the uk Mm -hmm. and maybe if i change the supplier it will be a different situation but my supplier is telling me that, hey, to your property from the exchange, 35 megabits per second is what you're going to get. Yeah. And, and even doesn't matter how much money you want to throw at us being the, the vendor, mm-hmm. you're not going to get any faster than that. So, you, you know, at, at that point, you think to yourself, yeah, that's enough to kind of stream and all that stuff. But how, you know, it's almost like the technology of the future comes before the reality of the future. Yeah. And it's funny, like, We've had services like this in the past that have been and gone for that exact reason. Services like OnLive, which I know is a bit of a meme yeah. at this point, but like we've had these things come along at times where we weren't ready for them. This feels like the closest we've ever been to being ready for it, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. You, you know what's, what always interests me, or, or not interests me, like blows my mind? Do you remember the very first fucking E3 reveal of the Xbox One and all of the 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 way that they were kind of conceptualizing what the Xbox One is and how it would work in your house. I mean, you've got to remember at the time that the Xbox One was announced, I was a 360 owner and proud. So I remember tuning into those and not even paying attention to the PlayStation 4 related stuff because I didn't think it mattered to me. I was all Xbox One. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? But it blows my mind just how forward-looking that xbox team at that time were Mm. like like if you think about it they were like cool a console that you don't need discs for and it's an always online experience and all of your entertainment gets piped through this xbox console and all that like that's all very future forward-thinking stuff yeah but so so 
the future technology was there, but the reality wasn't. Yeah, and there was but, big there was big kickback, and people were like, "This is not this is not where we are at as consumers, or what we want, or how we want to operate like this." So they changed it. But there was also the element of they they offered a lot of potentially intriguing ideas. Yeah, that like you said, in some cases, people weren't ready for. Yeah, but they seemed to be offering them at the time. It felt like at the expense of the gaming experiences. Well, I think what people really want is they almost want the two to go hand in hand. And I think that's what Xbox yeah. is getting closer to now, where they're saying, hey, we are making a lot of changes. We're going service first in a lot of cases. We're offering a lot of alternatives. And we're, as you kind of said, getting closer in a roundabout way to what that original envisionment for the Xbox One was. But we're still doing it with gaming in mind. Yeah, And I think that's what the Don Matrick era kind of lost touch on. When, like, (laughs) it seems crazy now, but, like, imagine an E3 showcase where they spend any amount of time showing how you watch and record TV on a console. Like, by 2020 standards, that sounds crazy. Partly because we're talking about it's an E3 showcase and they (laughs) they kind of don't exist anymore. Um, uh, But 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 that was where they were, yeah. Don Don Matrick was almost kind of... um, uh, almost kind of going for more of the like leisure gaming market and like, hey, you know, you this thing, yeah, it could control your cable and and you will fucking, you know, right, all of that I, stuff. And it's I like, think oh, I, I think they games. thought that they th- they thought that gamers were kind of already in and that their job was to make the Xbox One appeal to every household in the world, right? Yeah, this is the center of the living room. Every house has a living room. Every house has an Xbox One. Um, what they <laughs> yeah. underestimated was just how much gamers cared about, funnily enough, games and how gamers were still the primary demographic for those consoles. You know, so no no random bloke is going to go down to the to the Best Buy and buy an Xbox One because it's going to replace his Blu-ray player or it's going to replace his, you know, his satellite or his cable TV yeah. box. Um, yeah. That just didn't happen and it's still not happening. Gamers are the people buying consoles primarily still to this yeah. day. Yeah, totally. Uh, right. Okay. I, all, all I'm saying is I would fucking love an xCloud app because I'm already paying for Games Pass and uh, hey. Hey, be, then the, the more ways you get access sick. to that stuff, the better. And when the xCloud stuff on iOS didn't work out, I was kind of bummed out because they did have an early version of it that was available through uh, iOS's sort of test application, their dev yeah. stuff uh, that I actually had access to. Um, I remember bringing it up to you guys and you guys... Um, didn't didn't care as much as uh, as, I, as, I, as I wanted you to. I think to, uh, I think our exact words were, uh, "Not now, Jamie. Go fuck yourself." It, it was close to that, but I played Halo: The Master Chief Collection <laughs> on my uh, on my iPhone, and at the time I thought that was cool. That's and cool. this is kind of an extension of that. And I will say, I guess while we're on the topic, I hope they sort out there whatever the iOS shit is. I don't know what they have to do to get it working, <laughs> but it would really suck if being an iPhone user means I don't get to play uh, XCloud stuff. Yeah, well, I think I think Full Spence is quite a determined dude to get the shit that he wants done done. So yeah, and a lot of people have iPhones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think it's possible. You just got to throw enough money at the problem, and it goes away, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, Chris, can I, can I can I be honest with you? And uh, yeah. I feel like we know the folks at home well enough now that I can just say stuff like this fairly openly. Yes, I think whenever we record these podcasts before I've had a, I was going to say a meal, any food at all, ah. by the end of them, I feel weird. And it happened last week, and it's happening this week as well. I, I feel weird. It, I, 
a bit of a unsettlement. It's kind of an unsettlement, but it's almost like a lightheadedness without being lightheaded. Like, I get that as well, and I reckon it's because of these bad boys. I wonder if it's a sugar-related thing, yeah, like or like like a caffeine or a taurine or some kind of imbalance. Yeah, or uh, inositol and B vitamins. Maybe. Like, we're still here, we're still present, we're still talking and stringing together somewhat coherent sentences. Yeah, you but... just get a bit shaky, and you just get a bit like, all right, oh, maybe yeah. it's time to kind of like, you know, pull the plug on... Oh, not pull the plug, but, you know, just... Do the salutes. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is approaching that time, but I almost wanted to throw it out there in case anyone thought that perhaps from the Hyrule Warriors segment onwards <laughs> that I seemed like I was on a different planet. It's because I feel like I'm fucking on a different planet right now, dude. Like, I don't feel right. I've really wanted to... I've got a bag of hula hoops back there, and I've wanted to bust them open for a good half an hour plus now. Wow. Hula hoops McCulloch, yeah? Why'd you have to throw my government name? What is, what is this shit? Your you government my, name. Hold you love on, my what, government name. Do you mean name. your government name? You know what I mean by my government name. I'm a hip-hop artist. I'm trying to, you know, get a reputation for being cool it... and underground. Wow, okay. Just throw wow, my government, out there, name, government name out there willy-nilly. All right, and well, Jamie, you know, I, will I won't t- stand I will... for it. <laughs> I will tell you this much, though, okay? Yeah. We've we've pretty much hit the two-hour mark. So... That's all I was hoping for. Fucking, how does it always fucking happen? I, I swear because to God, one day, one day it's going to be like less than an hour and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to be, if, if, if I'm hosting, I'm going to be so fucking brutal about it. See? I'm going to be like, even if we talk about one fucking news item and then just like cut you guys off, then, you know, it's going to happen one day. I, and I know. I, you you uh, yeah. say that like it's something you want to happen. I'm going to put my foot down and say, I don't want a one hour podcast. I don't want to record a one hour podcast. I don't want to give people a one hour podcast. That sounds rubbish. <sighs> I don't want to be a part of that, Chris. That's not what we stand for. We stand, we stand for. for quantity over quality. We give people this is too true. much, this is true. and it's all rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite I, of what you're meant to do. It, it, it's kind of frustrating in a way, isn't it? Because the the people that kind of come back week after week, they they know what to expect. But what I would really love is just kind of like, if we had a survey system for like new listeners and viewers where they're like, cool, this is, you know, here's, here's some bullet points of, of what I actually think. I mean, yes, technically the comment section is down there for people to let us know. Yeah. But, but you know, the, the people that comment in that comment section are the, are the, the regulars for the most part. It's true. But I just, it's true. I, I'd like to be a fly on the wall and see someone experiencing the super show and, and giving it like a proper shot, not just like, oh, let's listen to these guys. Oh, they haven't spoken about gaming in the first two minutes. Let me switch off. More a case of like, who is the person that's like giving us a good shot? And then what do they think? Yeah, I guess that would be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll ever get that first-hand account. Maybe, in uh, you know, you could probably count on one hand or two the amount of people who actually come to a podcast fresh for the first time every week. But... And if you are one far. of those people who've made it this far, <laughs> if this is somehow, by some miracle, your first podcast and you made it this far and you don't hate us yet, then please do <laughs> let us know. Reach out, maybe in the YouTube comments, maybe uh, on Twitter, at Super Show Pod or each of our own individual Twitter handles, which you're just going to have to find yourself because I, I'm i not... I, I don't, Guess I don't what, know. Jamie? They are yeah? on the screen on the YouTube version. <laughs> Fucking there you go. All you have to do is read it and type it back out and... I apologize that you can't copy and paste that shit, but it's not too much to ask, is it? 
I reckon we're going to get precisely zero comments for people who fit that bill. <laughs> yeah, we'll get comments, but that will be all the usuals. Yes. Which, hey, we love you, but, you know. We do love you. We love you for being the usuals. We love you for watching week in, week out, especially this week. We love you for liking, for commenting, for all the lovely stuff you do. But, hey, as I just said, if, if on the off chance that you are completely new, not only let us know, but be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, all that good stuff, because it does help us out hugely. And, of course, as I've already mentioned, you can support us by going one step further, should you wish, by heading to patreon.com forward slash super show and showing us a little bit of love with money because uh <laughs> who uh, doesn't love money who doesn't love money it makes the fucking world go round baby two dollar tier yeah. you get discord access if you're in the discord you're also in the spotify playlist you're also yeah. on the minecraft realm all that good stuff five dollar tier if, bonus content you know the drill if someone knows the second richest man in the world elon musk maybe just tell him to swing us some some of that oh dude money. The day we get a fucking billionaire patron is the day I can finally put my feet up and and focus on living the good life. I mean, yeah. Can you guys just imagine the type of shit that we could get up to if we didn't have to worry about literally anything? I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think <laughs> about it. Chaos. We need to go one of two ways. Either we'd get like the world's worst ideas and it, everything would go mental and bad, or we'd just get really fucking lazy. I can't guarantee that the second the latter wouldn't happen. Why not both? I guess so. Why not both? Oh. Crazy off-the-wall ideas whenever we do get them, but lazy like 95% of the time. Hell yeah. Okay, well, anyway. if you are a billionaire, hey, let <laughs> us know by joining the Patreon. We'll make a new tier just for you, and you yeah. can have, at this stage, pretty much whatever you want. But for everyone else, we thank you all so much for engaging with us in whichever way you do that, watching, listening, liking, subscribing, commenting. Ah. Oh, Thank code you. word, Jamie. We need a code word. We need a code word. Uh, what about what about just uh, Mr. PP and the boys? I like it. And if they've been listening and, and to this I think podcast Mr. thoroughly, and the boys like it as well. So there you go. But here's the real test: Are and I'm not going to remind them. Are they going to spell it? You know, spell it the right way because Chris has clarified the right way of spelling Mr. PP and the boys. And if you get it wrong, they all three of them, or kind of four, if you include Chris will be disappointed. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. No but this pressure. is a very this is a make or break code word. We might have to start banning people. I don't even know if you could do that on YouTube, but we'll you know what? We'll we'll fucking figure it out. Okay? Yeah. We're gonna come for yeah. you, motherfuckers. Here we go. All oh, right, any uh, yeah? Yeah. Last last order of business. Yeah. As you um as you do the sign off. I mean I I feel like I've already whoa, whoa. God, if there if ever there were a reason to watch the YouTube version of this podcast, it's right there staring at you. Do you guys um, ever think that like my headphones are too big for my head? Yeah, kind of. But then whose aren't? Like I've got a big head and even these look kind of silly when I do that. Yeah. Could bring this bad boy down. Now I'm oh. now I'm gamer mode. There we go. Hell yeah. Thank right. you for uh, watching and or listening to the Gamers Podcast. Uh, we've been the gamers. You've yeah. been gaming. Uh, so let's game on together. Gamers? Game. Game on. Game, game, gamers. Game. Game. Game, game, game you later. Game, gamers. Maybe we should just cut it there. We could, but what if I, get, hmm, game, mm. It's game o'clock with, with us, the gamers. The gamers, mm. welcome, welcome, gamers. We are also gamers. We had to talk about the games. See, get, see you later. Games. Game out. Game. 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 game.
It's fair game, Jamie. Game on. <laughs>